every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. I wanna be the very best like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. Welcome back, everybody, to a very, very special episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. It's movie night, everybody. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G. And on the other line with me is the man with all the answers, the psychic one of the group. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? It can't be movie night. These floors aren't sticky enough. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I completely missed the opportunity to call you my clone of the night. That would have been you perfect did. for that 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 would have been perfect for this movie. You did. Take 2. He's the clone of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Will he edit it out? Let's find out when it drops. Three, three months or whatever it is. For real. Uh, August 27th is the day that this episode is coming out. Also, Doug, before we get into anything on this podcast episode, I'd like to send out a special thanks to Jonathan Young and Jason Page, who gave us permission to use the metal version of their Pokemon theme song for this episode. It's like little snippets at the beginning, and of course, um, at the very end, you're going to hear another piece of the song so i'd like to thank them for that if you if you like that song and you want to support jonathan young and jason page go over to the description in this episode for all of their links to their amazon music spotify and for anywhere that they sell the cd because jonathan young made a whole cd for this so doug it's a it's a good music video as well if you're if you're interested in the visual aspect of things yes they did a music video and it's on youtube all you have to do is type in um pokemon theme song metal cover and you will find it so we are officially ending the summer Doug. yes even though technically right now we're only a week into the summer <laughs> ain't that some shit ain't that some real shit but um, we are recording this episode today on J- on July 1st, my anniversary, um, 2021. And yeah, it's it, it, normally we're recording on a Tuesday, but we went to the movies this week. 
We tried recording yesterday, internet sucked ass, and now we're recording on a special Thursday. So Yeah, um, your internet wasn't cooperating. Um, we got through... We basically got through the intro in one attempt, and we found out that your mic was off. So <laughs> it was mic. just gonna. So it was just gonna be me responding to myself for an hour and a half. Dude, no joke. If I didn't, because normally I have it minimized. I don't know why it was blown up on my screen, but I minimized the internet for a second, and I looked down, and I'm talking, and I don't see the little dial going back and forth matching with my voice. I was like. Uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> and it just that just so happened to coincide with because I felt like we were like getting ready to like transition like to the the history facts. Yes. And I was gonna stop you anyway because you were sounding you know kind of boo boo, and you're like. <laughs> You're like, you won't believe what happened. And I said, you forgot to hit record. And I said, and you said, no, I hit record. <laughs> my mic, my mic wasn't on. <laughs> You're like, but I can hear you. Yeah, but I was muted on my end. <laughs> the recorder couldn't hear me. It was it was about to be a good hour and a half duck show. <laughs> and I, I joked we should keep it and call it the Ryer cut. <laughs> hey, I still got it. It might go in a blooper reel one day. But, but uh, then, you know, come to find out as we started this record, it's all for the better that this that our last attempt didn't work because I was operating off of my <laughs> device microphone instead of my actual proper like setup microphone. Yes. So we were all sorts of effed up. I'm, I'm going to try to lower the amount of times that we curse on this episode but we were all sorts of effed up <laughs> last night yeah so i mean but you know it's all it's been good we had a little bit of preamble before this we haven't had any problems so far um knock on wood <laughs> i'm not i'm not noticing a a delay in our in our speech which is which was happening last night we were like stumbling over each other which never happens <laughs> no never never does <laughs> well, I mean, not like, the, but like, you know, you would start, you would start a thought and then, you know, I would run into it and then you'd have to backtrack. And then there was a, it, I mean, you understood yeah, you were going through yeah. it. But. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were talking over each other, but it's all good now, but it's almost 4th of July weekend here in real time. And, Oh, I guess we can ramble for for a brief second before we get into stuff because we have a lot to talk about today. But Fourth of July uh, weekend's coming up. You got any plans, Doug? Because as of right now, as of Thursday night, um, I don't think we're doing anything this year on my end. I am perfectly fine with just kicking it at the house honestly and that's probably for the best because we'll have yahoos in the neighborhood shooting off fireworks we'll have to reassure the dog that the house isn't falling in yes so oh and this, this is is this your first fourth of july with a dog um did you have her last year no yeah this is the first the first one with the dog oh this is gonna be fun so yeah have fun with that well, she she had her first uh, big scare. Um, it was either earlier today or it was yesterday. But one oh, of the, dear. 
what what one of the neighbors had one of those like the the fireworks that don't really go into the air but has a big boom that just boom and it hate those. and it just shakes your house and it boomed and she's like twirling around in circles going I was like what the hell are you doing dog um, <laughs> but um but yeah so I mean and you know thankfully Levi's had a couple so he's kind of just chill I mean he'll pick his head up when they start you know but because it's not so much a boom and he's okay with it it's just because it's rapid fire for like two hours you know yes it's a and then there'll be a break and it'll be okay and then you know well and then you get the random weirdos in the middle of the night like around 12 one o'clock in the morning the teenagers come out and they're like oh let's continue to pop off some fireworks that we didn't pop off earlier well yeah because we got that beautiful three-day weekend one way or the other either you're off on friday and you get that or you're off on monday exactly so but um all right so today we are doing and we have hyped it up for a long time but we are doing pokemon the first movie doug um the first one of many 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 in its series and this movie was released july 18th 1998 in japan and here in the States, it was released November 10th, 1999. Now, before we get into the um, history that we normally get into at this time, um, I, I want to kind of rewind and kind of talk about when this movie came out. And I'll, I'll start on my part. Um, I saw this movie before it was in theaters, Doug. Um, I went to my local comic book store with my dad um, one of the times that I was buying individual Pokemon cards, and I saw the movie there, and this was like eight or nine months before, and this was a VHS tape, and I might still have it somewhere, to be honest. It might be in my house. Um, But um, this movie... Uh, when it came out, it was only in Japanese with the English subtitles. So oh, it did have English subs. Yes, yes, it did. Okay. So me and my friends would sit down and we would watch it. We we would watch the Pikachu short that was right before it, the Pikachu's vacation, and then Kids WB um, bought the rights to it, and they were like, "Okay, so we're gonna make this a theater." Um, theatrical release as well and they released it here in the states and me and my friends went to go see it and we're like we've already seen this movie i mean it was nice that it was in english for once but i (laughs) i couldn't tell you um how many times i actually watched it in english english because i think i watched it more in japanese than i did in english because i was like oh shit um this is a a Mewtwo movie, like a whole movie about Mewtwo. And then, I mean, we're going to get into it, but they never referenced this movie in the series outside of a few clips that we, that we'll end up seeing, um, start, I think starting in season two, we're, we're going to start seeing some random clips from this movie about Mewtwo breaking out of the factory and what Giovanni was doing prior to, the big explosion and all that so right right because we, we kind of get a, a little bit of a backstory in the in the series in regards to that but that's all we really get this movie really doesn't 
really come back ever like in the series now and i mean you know this could this could be saved for a post movie discussion but i mean we're already here so it's what it is did they mess up or would it have been the better move for them to pick the show up like directly after the movie well because like the the rugrats movie Coincide with them, yeah, they coincide them, think, with the series. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So in a way, so you you know how the movie ends, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. So technically, they couldn't really pick it up only because of how oh, the, uh, of yeah, how the right. movie ends. Yeah, you hit the nail right on the head there. So they, they specifically make a note to do what they do at the end of the movie. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So they can't really pick it up in the series. So they were really smart on that. So if you wanted to watch this movie, you you could. Or if um, you weren't lucky enough to go and watch the movie or um, be able to watch it in the movie theater, you could still follow the series as if nothing ever happened. Because literally, that, that that's how they left the movie. Nothing happened. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the big question, I guess, to ask before we launch into a you know hour and a half review or whatever this ends up being, what was the point of it? <laughs> <laughs> the point was to get uh, Mewtwo and Mew out uh, because you know what, and I should have, and and I know I should have. Um, let me see. When was Pokemon Yellow released? I'm gonna look this up real quick. Okay. So Pokemon Yellow came out in 1998, September 12th, is what so it said. After the movie. Um, actually, it came. Well, that that's the J- Japan release. Let me. Well, right. Um. So in North America, it came out in 1999, but I want an actual date. For the okay, here it is. North America, October nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine, and oh, okay. No, wait, that's before the North American theatrical. Yeah. yeah. So, so right, right before, so we had just gotten Pokemon Yellow, and they hadn't transitioned into the newer pokemon later on so we had red blue and we had yellow and this was a way to introduce mew mewtwo and mew because everyone and their mother they they had pokemon tournaments up to woohoo and i don't know if you remember back in the day doug but that was the only way to really get mew because nobody knew about the truck trick in the original red and blue game yeah, and I'm not 100% sure it worked, to be honest with you. I think I just had a bunch of kids that I went to school with that were of ill repute, and they said, oh, there's a trick. And I said, I bet you there isn't. It never worked for me. Yeah, it never worked for me either. Um, I got Mew from GameShark. If, if, that, that's, a, that's a word right there. Right. <laughs> I, I had the big black GameShark, and you had to put in certain codes. And <laughs> I'd be lying to you. If I said I did, if if I said I didn't have a mishap with the Game Shark, I'm sure you did. Game Man. Game Shark corrupted my very first copy of my Pokemon Red. Oh no! Because I put in the wrong code or whatever, or I put in a code that I found on the internet, 
And when it went into the when it went into my Pokemon Red game, it corrupted the mess out of that. Oh man, I was I was not a happy camper. Had to go back and get a different one. Lucky luckily these games were only like twenty twenty five dollars a piece. But right. But yeah, I remember having to tell my dad, Dad, it won't work. <laughs> but that didn't stop me from using um using the Game Shark. I still used it to get my Pokemon because I but I would have to, I had to start that game all over and man that that anyone that, that has played the original Pokemon games knows the struggle of having to start all, all the way over from square one on a red or blue game. It, it's it that yeah that was not fun <laughs> that's pain but um but yeah i as um to kind of wrap up my my session um yeah that i i watched the movie before um it came out and had it on vhs tape before it came out so um doug what 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 are your memories in regards to this movie before we get into our history moment i i saw it in the theater um, relatively soon after release, probably not on release day because it was a Wednesday for whatever reason. Um, yes. probably soon afterwards, probably not that Friday either, but I saw it. Um, I remember seeing the little Pikachu's vacation, seeing Pokemon that I don't think we'd seen in the series yet. Um, I'm thinking specifically of uh, Schnubble. Yeah, we had Snubble. I believe Merrill made his first appearance. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I no joke. When I saw Merrill, do you do you did you um in your school have the rumor of Peekaboo, or what 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 he was nicknamed before they came out with the name Merrill out here in the states? That sounds familiar. I don't know where I heard it. it might, I might have heard it from you, but I have heard that term. Okay. Yeah that that was a a nickname that I mean at least um, on the internet around that time. And I remember trying to get him in the red and blue game, and it came across as a as a missing no character in the game. So that was fun. But yeah, you finish your thought. <laughs> no, I, I, like I say, I saw it in the theater. Um, I definitely remember owning the VHS. Um, probably. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have all the hoopla and all the day one stuff with the Pokemon cards or the. I remember the Burger King promotion. Yes, the uh, the large Pokeball with the gold-plated Pokemon card. And I definitely didn't have any of those because I would still have them. <laughs> yeah, and then if you went to this movie, within the first week, you got the um, Pokemon, I believe it was the Ancient Mew uh, Pokemon card. And I had that, and they banned it in the tournaments that, that I used to go to. They said, you can't use that. That's not a legit Pokemon card, even though Mew, the ancient Mew had a moveset and everything. But they said, no, you can't use that card in this tournament. So well, What do they mean it wasn't a legit card? It was through Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it was through Pokemon. But uh, a lot of the cards that me and you grew up with, Doug, 
you can't use those cards in um in the game anymore they they've upgraded because i guess people would find ways to kind of trickery the system in the pokemon games and kind of cheat i'm guessing some people probably ruined it for others so yeah with too much time on our hands yeah you couldn't you couldn't use those um i couldn't use that card and i i had other cards that i wasn't able to use too but that's neither here nor there (laughs) so all right so you you ready to jump into this history doug absolutely all right so of course we are going with the november 10th u.s release date and on this day let's see in 1969 was the very first time that sesame street premiered on pbs tv pbs public broadcasting station television wow doug that that is a that's a big one and it's yeah, still it's still going today. Uh, well, yeah, it is. It's on HBO. I mean, the the fresh run episodes are on HBO. I mean, they're still airing on PBS. Um, just a little bit later. Um, do they really still have it on PBS? I believe they have to, right? I I honestly, and I'm not even joking when I said this. I think HBO bought all the rights. I'll tell to- you what. Because I don't. Well, actually, I could. Um, I do a Google search real quick. As we're talking, I'm just going to look up the uh, the TV guide and see if see if it's listed for tomorrow TV morning. That, that that's another term too. Yeah, uh, you're, you're you're all you're all over my stuff tonight, aren't you? <laughs> so, but yeah, um, Big Bird made his very first appearance. Um, in 1969, it was, it's a show, um, if you don't know, but most of you that's listening, you know, a show that introduced the world of puppets in a way that most of us have never seen puppets and interacted with puppets and made a whole entire world with these puppets. So it, it, it's a, it's a really nice kids show and it teaches kids, um responsibility it teaches kids about the world i wasn't a big um sesame street fan growing up i did watch it if it was on but i was more of a arthur um person on the pbs channel and i i have a funny story about arthur and you're you're probably gonna call me crazy when i when i tell you this doug but um it was 1997 i had just gotten my tonsils taken out and my dad said, um, I will buy you whatever you want. <laughs> You're going to laugh at the option that I chose, Doug. <laughs> so um, it came down to, um, I think it was like five or six, um, like Arthur VHS tapes. And <laughs> it came it came down to that. Or um, the old um, gray, big, bulky Game Boy, and I picked the Arthur VHS. Oh tapes. my goodness! Yeah, I picked the Arthur 
VHS tapes, regretted it ever since. But um, it's not that I didn't have a Game Boy to begin with. I still had a Game Boy Color at that time. But it was yeah. ju- it was just the fact that my dad said, I will get you the original Game Boy. And this would have helped with my trading addiction when it, since I had both red and blue Pokemon game with trading the Pokemon that I needed over to my game. And I had to wait, wait until my birthday to end up getting that, but I ended up getting it later. But yeah, I picked, I picked the Arthur VHS um, tapes <laughs> instead of a Game Boy. That's like somebody saying, yeah, I had the ability to invest in Apple. <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely 100% um c- could have I could have had that Game Boy at that time and I didn't then. But the only reason I did pick the Arthur was because I was healing from my throat and all I could do was lay in bed, eat cold ice cream and stuff and watch TV and that's actually around the I believe that was around the time that I got introduced to South Park because someone gave someone at my mom's job gave her um, some recorded Comedy Central um, South Park episodes and was like, oh, your son might like these. And by God, my mom had no idea what it was, but she played it for me and she laughed and she's like, yeah, you can't watch this. (laughs) So but all right. Um. That that's my history moment from 1969. Doug, what about you? Uh, well, first a couple things. Um, oh, oh can, yeah. Can confirm. Uh, Sesame Street still airs on PBS. Oh, okay, okay. And you said you had cold ice cream. How else are you eating ice cream? <laughs> you know, Doug, how I eat my ice cream in my house <laughs> is my business. <laughs> Chime, chimes in the wife in the background. He heats it up. He heats Shut it up. Shut up. <laughs> he likes it with a straw. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with ice cream and a straw. Well, that's all well and good until you have Rocky Road. That is true. But I'm not, um, I'm not a Rocky Road fan, though. Yeah, me either, really. <laughs> but, all right. Well, Sesame Street is still on PBS. That is good to know. So... There's a lot that's happened on on this day in history, like within the years, but we're not going to go down all of them. But I believe you have a similar um, historical moment, Doug. So on this day, uh, November 10th, 1990, the I, I don't know if I'll call it the, the classic film Home Alone premieres in Chicago. Which is significant because that's where um, the movie is set. Well, isn't that where they filmed it? Um, I believe um, that's one of the um, significant things about the original Home Alone was that they filmed a lot of the scenes in Chicago. Yes, it was. Um, uh, (laughs) Winnetka, Illinois. Okay. Is the location of the house. Nice. Okay. And, you know, because that's where the bulk of the movie takes place, obviously, because 
And I don't feel like I need to go into a deep dive on Home Alone because everybody and their mother's seen Home Alone at least, at least three Christ- times, probably. And, yeah, around the Christmas holiday and Thanksgiving. That's the only thing that comes on on, what, TBS now? Well, TBS is still a Christmas story, which I have to watch at least one time all the way through. Uh, <laughs> well, you just have to, you know? You catch the ending of one airing, and you say, well, I'm going to stick around, and you do, and you watch it, and you laugh the same parts you usually yeah, they, laugh. Yeah, they, they replay it over and over again. Yes. <laughs> oh. For 24 hours, starting at Christmas Eve, they... They just they just say we're going on break. We're hitting the button, and they hit the button. And as long as the studio doesn't the, the equipment doesn't malfunction, they're all right. It hasn't <laughs> so far. They they asked Stuart to go in there. Stuart, you're staying in this office, and you have one job, and you are to hit that button. But I want to go home to my family. No, Stuart, you don't have a family. <laughs> well, it's kind of dark for this show. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, Home Alone, um, the family's getting ready to take a trip to Paris. Um, Kevin, classic middle child. Macaulay uh, Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, um, still kicking around. Um, big wrestling fan. Yes. Um, has a podcast. Does he course, really? He- he does. Bunny years. Um, oh, you like it? No, I don't. I just know of it. Because oh. um, <laughs> as a podcaster, you get a little alert every time somebody starts a podcast. Um, oh, but yeah, he, I mean, he, he's had Daniel Radcliffe, Liam. Has, oh, okay. I'm gonna have to give him a listen. Nah, budge him. Um, <laughs> Is he a brat? Well, I mean, I mean, he's, you know, he he gets his guests because of who he is, you know. I mean, he's let rich. let us let us get that far, you know. I know. <laughs> um, you know, but you know, Kevin's left home alone. Um, they don't freaking realize it until they're like on the plane in the air. Um, I don't know how DCFS was not called on on their family. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, um. You know, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern play the robbers. Um, Kevin beats a crud out of them for pretty much the entire movie. Probably could have killed him at least twice, maybe three times. If he <laughs> he electrocuted it. one of the yeah. guys. Right. <laughs> so, you know, classic um, kids movie. A um, couple of sequels. Um no, it's still kicking today, even though the sequels are kind of shitty, in my opinion. But they're still uh, making Home Alone. Pardon you, sir. Um, Mister, <laughs> Mr. I'm not going to cuss on this. They, 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 they are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> you go and watch one. Actually, I give it up to the audience. Audience, you go and watch some of those movies. I, I know what our audience is. Our audience is old enough. Our, you go and watch some of the newer Home Alone movies and tell me that those movies aren't shit. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. Because obviously you had the first one. And then there was a direct Home Alone 2. Yes. And, <clears throat> pardon me, because at a certain point, 
Macaulay Culkin wasn't in them. Yes. Um, actually, I can. I know this is a Pokemon movie podcast, everybody, but you, you've stayed with us for 55 episodes. You can deal with us for a few more minutes. Home Alone movies. Home Alone, Home Alone 2, he's in New York. Yes. Home Alone 3 is no Kevin. Nope, no Kevin. Oh, yeah, they, they switched him out. Home Alone 4 is a TV movie in 2002. Yep. Home Alone Holiday Heist. Another ABC family movie, and then there, there's a reboot apparently coming. Yeah, we're getting it. Uh, they're taking it back to the whole Kevin character, and um, they're gonna reboot it, and it's uh, it's, it's in production. Uh, Keenan Thompson, uh, Chris Parnell, Pete Holmes, Alice Bay, Pete Holmes, Timothy Simmons. Mikey Day, you know, yeah, but yeah, so essentially only the first two count. I mean, I guess the second, the third one is like, cause it was, you know, it was 90, 92 and 97. And then obviously they take the five year break and it's a TV movie. So I would say it stops after three. Yeah, it, it does. And <clears throat> I, I, thoroughly enjoyed number three when i was little actually i honestly believe i was introduced to number three and then i went back and watched one and two. Oh, because i believe yeah i was seven around that time so it, it would make sense so i was in the first grade so yeah it would make sense that i i was introduced to number three and then liked it and then watched one and two after so yeah okay Oh, so this movie's called Home Alone again with the Google Assist. Oh wait, no, that's a that's a short film. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Doug, are you ready to start on this adventure? I am ready. All right. And a fun fact right before we get into it, this movie, from the time that it was released in Japan in 1998, did not see the light of TV until May 3rd of 2003. And then did not um, get released here in the States on TV until Cartoon Network um, bought some of the rights for January 4th, 2014. Well, shucks. Yeah, that's a long-ass time. It is a long time. Oh, but, um, but yeah, and the only reason that it, it, it came on TV was because the movie was re-released in Cinemark Theaters for like a weekend um, in October, from October 29th to November 1st in 2000. Actually, no, I'm... 14. That, no, no, I, I messed up my... No, it's just it was just re-released. It that's not it has nothing to do with the TV. So yeah, never oh, mind. Okay. Never mind. But this movie did gross um <clears throat> when it came out on VHS fifty eight point eight million dollars by the end of two thousand. And it says by two thousand seven the film has sold over ten million units on home video in the United States. Well, so. darn. Even though I think at that point 
we're reaching, you know, kind of dead medium territory. Yeah, I mean, you are, but it's just whole, holy smokes did, did this movie make a lot of money and it made the bulk of its money when it was released outside of the movie theater. So that just tells you the demand for this movie. And they had taken out the Pikachu short in, in a lot of the later dates. And the only way to get the Pikachu's vacation was to have the Blu-ray edition of this movie. Wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's very ridiculous. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, all right. Let's dive on in. It has been... 34 minutes. I think that's the longest that we've gone without diving into an episode, Doug. So if you're ready, I'm ready and we can go ahead and start this movie. Are you, are you good on your end? Yes. All right. I, 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 I do need to mute the movie, but otherwise, yes. <laughs> All right. So as you're muting the movie, I'm going to go ahead and hit the play button and we start a scene with a black screen and bubbles are rising <clears throat> and bubbles continue to rise and then we're in, it, we're in what looks like the ocean Doug we're not going this slow through it the whole time because if we're going to we're going to be here for 4 hours no 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 <laughs> but i i'm it's the opening of the movie Doug i know but if you're going it's the opening flipping scene by scene but yeah, we, we we start this movie off and just the artwork at the beginning of this movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a little grainy because the movie was made in the late 1990s. But just starting this movie off, you knew you were in a movie uh, because you don't have the narrator right away. And then everything's moving around. You're in the ocean. And then we get Mew. The first yeah. Pokemon that you see is Mew. Get a nice shot of its butt. Yes. As it's swimming in the water. And apparently we're Mew now. And Mew is swimming in the ocean and then flies into the air. Oh. And then we get more bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They, they they loved bubbles at the beginning of this movie. They, <laughs> they had the effect and they said, dang, this looks good. Anytime, any place we can put bubbles. <laughs> let's, let's put it there. But as Mew, um, let's see, I, I'm, I'm about to give away the movie already. But yeah, so we, <laughs> we, we, we get a bunch of yellow bubbles now. And from here, we get Mewtwo opening its eyes. And when it opens its eyes for the first time, it's looking at a bunch of scientists in the room and the scientists are looking. I'm sure they pressed a button on their end and Mewtwo is a little confused and can't really make out what these people are and then just closes its eyes again. And then we get Mewtwo 
like strapped inside of this machine with a bunch of what looks like tentacles and stuff like all attached to its body body um basically studying its wavelengths doug yeah like it's completely like hooked up you know there's there's a handful of tubes just running every which way like you said it's kind of strapped into the kind of like a baby in a car seat um it's kind of got its its body's kind of compressed and you just hear the scientist talking outside the tube yes and you you kind of go inside mewtwo and you get flashes of what mewtwo's seeing versus what mew is seeing yes and <clears throat> so it, it seems like they're kind of intertwined at this point right and mew mewtwo doesn't have any control over over its body or its powers and it, it's at this point that mewtwo just breaks the glass tube that it's around and you hear one of the scientists go radio giovanni's helicopter first time we're actually hearing giovanni's name yes because giovanni still to the episodes that we have covered all 55 of them giovanni's name has not been mentioned in pokemon yet i mean he, no, he, he's just he's just been the boss yeah the boss and the black figure and it's going to come uh well we'll get into it and mewtwo is sitting on the ground all of the doctors are are sitting here and what the main doctor is like let let's let's stand here everybody quiet quiet we need to hear his psychic thoughts and mewtwo is like psychic powers and just looks up and they explain that they have cloned mew and made mew too doug do you want to take this part yeah and we we uh we pan over to an instrument panel and we see a hieroglyphics image of mew and it's explained that mew too is greater <coughs> because mew's powers have been improved because they say they use the most advanced uh, technology te- technology to to improve uh, Mewtwo's general makeup, and it's at this point that Mewtwo kind of gets offended because he's like, "Wait a minute, I'm just a clone. I'm I'm supposed to be like the best, and but I'm I'm just a clone." And they they explain that they improved um, the power <laughs> of human in in juke and. Bleh. I can't even say that word. Ingenuity. Ingenuity. There you go, Doug. They improved the power of Pokemon and basically enhanced everything that Mew can do and put it into Mewtwo. And Mewtwo is sitting on this, like, on the um, system that it has broken out of where the glass is now magically gone for some reason. 
But Mewtwo well, looks like it. yeah, but Mewtwo looks like a dog just sitting sitting there talking to the to the doctors. What kind of dog do you look at? Yeah, apparently you're not on the freeze frame that I am. He <laughs> he's he looks like a dog. Okay. <laughs> so, um they they say that uh, Mewtwo is like, so I am simply the end result of your experiment. What becomes of me now? And the doctor is like, he's like, our experiment is not over yet. This is just the beginning. Now the serious testing begins. And Mew gets pissed. Like Mew, Mew already, we know uh, from already watching this movie that Mewtwo has a temper problem. Right. And this was the tipping point of Mewtwo getting pissed. He's like, these humans, they don't care anything about me. They just want to use me to help them. Well, F that, I'm not going to help these, these people. I'm my own person. And Mewtwo, not knowing how to use its psychic powers just ends up starting to blow shit up doug yeah he um he destroys the the test tubes um they've got like a dozen mechanical arms come out to try to grab him he destroys those um he's he's completely wrecking shop on the whole facility um you know dials are blowing up tubes are exploding machines are exploding scientists are running for for cover, the head scientist is laying in a laying in a heap. Low key, I I think this the way that they made this this scene out. I think this was the one and only time that he might have killed some of these scientists in in this big destruction, Doug. Oh yeah, there's no way everybody got out alive <laughs> because everybody was running around. And you don't see the scientists anymore. And then you see the main scientist just on the ground. And Mewtwo is behind a big ball of fire and just swoops the fire away with its psychic powers. And the um, scientist who um, in the subtitles is called Dr. Fuji. Which I don't love. <laughs> Why? Why don't you like I, that? I just, I just don't. It just it has some connotations that I don't love. <laughs> so... Um, and I'm going to um, say his line because I feel like... Um, oh, I loved his line. I loved... Yeah. He said, we dreamed of creating the world's strongest Pokemon. And Mewtwo it, um, gets this big blue ball of psychic power and surrounds its, itself. And Dr. Fuji then goes, and we succeeded. And then Mewtwo just goes and just blows up this entire building, kill, um, substantially killing um, Dr. Fuji. Like, we, we don't see Dr. Fuji anymore after this. Right. And the whole and, – and if you look at this, so where, where the – this is why I said that all these scientists must be dead because this – is on a small secluded island in the middle of the ocean. It's you a don't, ship. Yeah. You don't see any um, helicopters. You don't see any anything. Well, and, you do in a minute. 
Well, yeah, and just a sec, but that that's that's not the scientist though. <laughs> um you he freaking um Mewtwo goes and just blows up this entire building. It's a and, ship. Yeah, well, a ship. And all of a sudden we see Giovanni with his Pershing flying across the ship and looking down at the smoke and smiling. Just you see just a big mushroom cloud and then yeah, like you said, he cracks his this really sly smile. And then we just have Mewtwo just standing in the wreckage, just behold my power. Yes. I am the strongest Pokemon in the world. Even stronger than Mew. And Which then, I didn't I didn't love that line, if I'm being honest with you. Really? Why? Well, because it's implied. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we, I mean, me, me and you both know, well, it's subjective, but do you think that Mew is stronger than Mewtwo? I think Mew is stronger than Mewtwo because um, Mew can learn anything and Mewtwo can only learn certain moves. Well, right. I mean, there's, you know, I mean, we had this discussion with uh, when we covered the um, the Ditto episode, we had that discussion. And I think we've had this discussion somewhere else. Yeah, I'm sure we've had this discussion a few times. There's something to be said about a Pokemon that can pretty much learn anything that you throw at it. And because Mew wasn't manufactured to be like a killing machine, like and it I would say it's more able to adapt, so I would I would agree with you that it's probably more powerful, but it's not by a lot. Yes. Okay. So so Mew adapts. It doesn't Mew adapts and learns as opposed to Mewtwo was created and can only learn what it sees. I right, think. and it's just, you know, brute strength and everything. And I mean, you can you can blow a lot of stuff up, but at a certain point people are going to learn how to stop that. Yes. So, it's at this point uh, Mewtwo is looking around and Giovanni walks into the frame. This is the first time we're seeing a full-bodied Giovanni in the series. Well, come on now. Not, 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 not like that. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, Giovanni walks up, and we hear his voice, and it's not muffled for once either. I have a question, and yes. it hit me as soon as he spoke. Is Giovanni the same voice as the instructor on the Pokemon test from a couple episodes back? Um, that's some digging that we can do. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not hard to find that out. But yeah, we 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 can look that up. I'm not sure. It sounds like I'll it. To, I'll look that up as we're as we're going along because okay. that's just that's that's simple. IMDb is all that is. Giovanni walks into the frame and he goes, "These fools thought you were a science experiment, but I see you as a valuable partner." And Mewtwo is like, partner? And Giovanni it's just like, he's like, with your psychic powers and my resources, together we can control the world. I do not need your help for that. Uh, or Mewtwo's like, I do not need your help for that, human. And Giovanni is like, a wildfire destroys everything in its path. It will be the same with your powers unless you learn to control them. I can help you do that. And Mewtwo is like, how? 
Giovanni's like, trust me, I'll show you a way to focus your powers that will make you invincible. And I believe this is the first time that, because um, still until right now, we finally get a close up of Giovanni's face that doesn't have like the black lines on it, and you get a more defined look at his right. face. And Mewtwo is like, show me. And then Giovanni cracks a smirk, and we go into a bunch of sinuettes of Mewtwo learning to control its powers. But first, we start off by Mewtwo getting hooked up to a machine, which we all, which Pokemon refers to as Armored Mewtwo. Looks like freaking uh, <clears throat> Predator. Yes. So, um, Doug, um, I will give you the ball on this part of the scene. So, Mewtwo is basically like, you know, you say this control, this this will enhance my powers, but I feel like I'm be, being suppressed. And Giovanni says, well, it's, it's quite the opposite. Your powers aren't being suppressed, they're being focused. And he says, if you can learn how to control that, that's going to go a long way in, in, in uh, accomplishing your goals. And... You know, if you just follow my lead, everything will become clear. And we're led into this arena. Pokemon gym. Right. And he's face to face with an onyx. And um, much like we saw in the at the ship. Mewtwo kind of raises its hand and, you know, we get the, the blue psychic outline on Onyx and he's just hurled into the wall. And, and Mewtwo's that, like, oh, this is this my is power. My power. <laughs> <laughs> and I, can you imagine being that trainer and having your, um, never seeing this Pokemon before and then having your Pokemon just get hurled up and just thrown at the wall? Well, and it's weird because I would imagine this trainer was probably probably paid something and said, you know, come here, come come help me train something. Well, I like, I would think well Giovanni's jump has has gym badges. So these are Pokemon trainers that are basically coming in to to get their final gym badge so they can go to the Elite Four. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, so that I mean that that's what I would guess because all these trainers are coming in to get their Pokemon badge and Giovanni now has the strongest Pokemon of them all and he's just wrecking house. He's like I ain't giving away no more gym badges. You can't beat me. He said, "You know how much those you know how much those cost to manufacture?" <laughs> so um, but yeah, just rocking house on that Onyx, and then oh, that's not you, you, <laughs> get out of here. With that. You catch me every time, every time. Get out of here with that. And then we have nine tor, and then we cut to a scene where there's nine Toros charging at Mewtwo on top of a hill of rocks, and Mewtwo just picks up all these Toros. And Team Rocket just goes in and just starts catching all these Tauros and their Pokeballs. Which, you know, I mean, that's pretty handy. You know, everybody, you know, Ash, Ash established, everybody loves the Tauros. 
<laughs> he he has a whole herd of them. <laughs> but um, and then yeah, that is a weird scene. Just Toro's just in midair, just a bunch of Team Rocket just going, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get this one. I want this one. Oh, you gave me the the weak one." And then we're the, the runt. Yeah, the runt. And then we go back into the gym, and another trainer has um an Alakazam. And I want to make note that this trainer is on is sitting on the ground. So yes. so, so something I'm I'm guessing this is not the first Pokemon that Mewtwo has wrecked <laughs> in this in this sequence. And this trainer's just like, what the hell is this Pokemon? I'm gonna try to kill it with my my psychic Pokemon and just Alakazam just gets wrecked. Alakazam gets wrecked. Um Magneton. Magna right and then there's a a really quick scene oh this one yes yeah and you have a i'm gonna get this wrong an arcanine and a needle king needle king okay and they're running at mewtwo which is illegal we've established but apparently old gary doesn't care yeah well i'm guessing um that I'm guessing he said, okay, why don't you try tag teaming my Pokemon? And Gary's like, okay, well, I'm going to put these two. And he has his Arcanine and his Needle King to go in and charge at Mewtwo. And Mewtwo just wrecked him. Yeah. Not even, no, not even a contest. Yeah. And in this whole sequence, uh, Mewtwo goes from... Um, and in all of these sequences, he he's going from okay, so this is my power, <clears throat> I'm in control now. And then just as he's lifting up Gary's Pokemon, he's like, "But why am I here?" So now he's starting to question. Yes. And and we go straight from that um, to a scene of him hooked up against a bunch of computers again, um, just like when they put the armor on him. And Doug, you want to go? You want to take this? So, hold on, I have to go a little. Um, Giovanni kind of drops the bomb on him, kind of at the at the five yard line, and he's because Mewtwo's kind of like, well, what now? And Giovanni's like, well, you serve your master. And Mewtwo says, but we're equals. You said we were partners. And Giovanni kind of puts it in black and white. He said, no, because you're a Pokemon and I'm a human. We will never be equal. This is, this is how it's always worked. And you're not about to come up here and, and change up the status quo. Fucking, is Giovanni an idiot? Like, how, how does he not understand that he uh, he created this thing? He knows how this thing works. And then you're going to go and piss off this thing because you didn't get your coffee black this morning? Well, hey, you know, if somebody messes up your coffee order, that messes up your morning. And then, you know, I mean, I mean you're talking, I mean, your day's messed up from 9 a.m. onwards. And that's just, that's, you know. You're going to make some bad decisions. Yes. 
but um i want to i want to focus on how um they they went heavy on the word slave in this movie yeah i didn't love that i mean obviously i'm watching it with 2021 eyes and all the stuff that's happened has happened but yeah because they didn't really do that in the show no I mean, Ash's whole bit is he's a he's a friend to his Pokemon. Yes, he's a friend who battles his Pokemon to become the best. Right. But um, in this in, scene, in, oh. insert insert speech from Showdown in Dark City here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It'll never get old. That that will never get old. But um, Mewtwo. Um, it, it is basically going he's like so you're gonna enslave me he's like this cannot be my destiny and he just starts wrecking house on all the wires that's attached to him and giovanni is trying to control him by going stop it like what the hell are you do you think stop it's gonna do <laughs> and, and mewtwo is like uh, my uh my equals have betrayed me so now i stand alone and he gets the big clear ball around him and he busts out of this uh, Pokemon gym and just freaking flies out and the gym's gone and he's gone and he's gone and his suit is breaking up bit by bit as he's going higher up it's the it's the beginning scene of the Pokemon theme song yes yes but we don't quite hit it yet um and then uh, he lands, and he throws off his helmet. And once again, he asked, "Who am I?" Well, no, wait. Right, right before you did, did, did you get my reference to that? The, uh, the Pokemon probably. theme song reference? No. Okay, so that scene of him shooting up like that in the anime series for the theme song. Um, the beginning scene is Mewtwo flying up into the air, and that that was the scene just with a different background. Oh, yes, that was the Mewtwo okay. that 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 was the Mewtwo shoot up scene. So, so he is canon. Yeah, if he's in the Dagum opening. Yeah, he's in the he's in the opening, but that's all you get. <laughs> well, that's all you needed till now. <laughs> but okay, I'm I, I'm sorry, I didn't want to run run over that up because there, there there's a lot of references in this movie, and I want to try to hit as much of them as we as we can to open a lot of eyes as to <laughs> some secrets behind some of the anime. So yeah, and so he lands. Um, and he, he throws off the helmet. The helmet is apparently the last bit of surviving tech. And we see that hieroglyphic image of Mew on the ground uh, from the ship. And he said, and he once again, he asked himself, who am I? And this poor guy just has image problems is all it is. Yeah. Um, and we get a nice shot of him looking up at the mountain. And he said, well, I'll find my own purpose because I, I basically broke out of that facility on my own. I, I, I destroyed that ship on my own. And 
anybody that gets in my way, human or Pokemon alike, it doesn't matter. I'm coming for everybody. The reign of Mewtwo will soon begin. And then we get the, the nice opening sequence. The title of the movie comes out of a Pokeball. Pokemon, the first movie. They wanted wanted you to know this was the first one. Number one, Uno. And then we get the, the subtitle. We get the Mewtwo Strikes Back. And then, ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes into, into the, the movie. Into the daggum movie. Ten minutes of your little seven-year-old pulling on your sleeve going, where's Pikachu? <laughs> no, I'm in the theater. Well, well, wait a minute. No, they're probably good because they saw the short beforehand. Yeah, they, they, they saw the short and then all this happened and they're pulling on their parents' arms. This is fucking awesome! What seven-year-old you know says... And by the way, what happened to I'm not cussing in this? I'm sorry. Well, my ass... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not mean to say that. My son said ass earlier today, not knowing uh, what he was saying, because he was he was saying a singing a song, and me and my wife just looked back at him, and he was like, "What?" If he's in a song, it's not cursing. Yeah, he. <laughs> I don't know what, and and my wife still called me an idiot. She's like, how do you not know that song? I was like, I don't know what song he's talking about. And she's like, well, he heard it from you. I was like, oh. Ah, ah. (laughs) Well, I don't know that song. What song was it? I don't know. (laughs) Because she told him not to repeat it, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So we're all in the dark. Yeah, we are. Besides, besides her, she knows the song. <laughs> and, and Jordan knows, but yes. he's not supposed to repeat it. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, um, we finally get the narrator, Doug. Yeah. Um, and he says, well, our heroes are on a break from their Pokemon adventures. I said, isn't this how every episode starts? They're always on a break or something. They're always walking through woods. It's too much to catch up to the trio walking in the woods. We got to catch up to them when, when they're when they're sitting down. And uh, Brock is working on a, a pot of stew and um waiting for the and Togepi is about to fall off a cliff and yeah, Pikachu's about to have Pikachu a Pikachu falls Pikachu <laughs> falls off the cliff. Yes, <laughs> like. I mean, you can assume that he dug his claws into the side of the cliff and and hung on, but he fell off that cliff. Well, it, it wasn't really a full cliff. It, it's like it's like a little it's a, it's a mini fall, like a little kick and jump. All right, all right. Jump. The next time we're out and about, I'm gonna push you. <laughs> it and, better be a little bump like this one. <laughs> and, and you're gonna get up mad at me, and I'm gonna say it was a mini fall. <laughs> But Togepi was being a little butt. Like, Togepi ran over, Pikachu fell, Pikachu got right back up, and was like, Pika, Pika, Pika. And then freaking Togepi just goes and starts running circles around Pikachu. So cute. Togepi is an infant. Togepi does not know what's going on. (laughs) Togepi thinks everything is cool and okay. We established this in the vacation. Togepi (laughs) needs to be watched over. Yes. 
<laughs> Misty should not have left Pikachu and, or should not have left Togepi at that daycare. Absolutely not. Well, it wasn't a daycare. It was just, it was a, have, a, have fun at the Pokemon park. Yeah. So, and then, so we yeah. get, and then we get hungry Ash. Ash is like, I need food. I want food. And, and Misty Brock, says, well, your ass hasn't done anything all day. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but I haven't eaten since since breakfast. This, since breakfast, which means he's eaten today. So why stop stop being a a grumpy little man, Ash? A grumpy little man. <laughs> Hurt you so much not to be able to cuss. I know. <laughs> and Brock is saying that lunch is going to be perfect for you, Ash. And he says, it's my lazy boy, no juice stew. And then... Okay, it, and it definitely is no juice, but I heard no chew. Oh. When when he said it, I mean, obviously, I'm looking at the freaking... Um, subtitles. I'm looking at the subtitles. It says juice, but it also would have made sense as no chew. Yeah, it would have. But whatever. That's <laughs> just, that's a, that's a... Because I watched it. And, and you're like, that. that's not what I heard. That's not what I heard, but I'm, when I watched it the first time, it was just kind of on, and I was just kind of absorbing it. But now, like, looking at the subtitles, like, it definitely is... Anyway, I'm sp spending way too much time on it. <laughs> so, and then we get a trainer that's dressed like a pirate, and he's like, Hey, you there! I'm looking for a Pokemon trainer named Ash from Pallet Town. So, they're establishing, if you've never seen Pokemon before... <laughs> Uh, what the main character's name is and where he is from. And um, <clears throat> apparently this guy's name is Raymond. Yes. Or whatever that's for. So if you're doing like bingo or something. Um, and Ash says, well, that's me. And the guy, uh, Raymond says, well, let's have a battle. And <laughs> Ash jumps right up and Misty goes, I thought you were too weak to work. And Ash goes, I am too weak to work, but a battle's not work. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> what what does Brock say? Um, he goes, well, at least his mouth is working. That's some kind of progress. <laughs> and Pikachu looks confused. And then... And then we get the really cool battle montage set to the song. And the, the theater is probably jumping at this point. Singing the song. <laughs> Ulbasaur comes out and Raymond throws out a... A uh, 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 freaking uh, Don fan. A Don? No. Yeah, that's a Don fan. Is it? Yes. I thought a Don fan was something else. Yes, it's a Don fan. So okay, so it's a Don fan, and we're it's it's just set to the song. So I mean, basically, we we just got all action like Don fans running Bulbasaur over. Yep. Bulbasaur, roll out. Bulbasaur recovers and uses um, Solar Beam. Starts to charge up Solar Beam. And shoots out that and knocks Dom Fan out of the air. And Raymond calls him back. Um, Ash and Bulbasaur are doing a little oh, victory dance. Everybody's happy. And, and, it's that, the, and then we see a weird screen looking like they're watching the battle. Right. Which, and then, which um, is key. See, I'm chill until the battle starts, and the battle starts. I'm, I'm just want to anyway. So, <laughs> so Raymond throws out a, a Machamp, and 
Ash throws out Squirtle, and Squirtle's at a distinct disadvantage. Um, but Not Squirtle's really. using well, he is because he's a little <laughs> Squirtle and a big Machamp, um, <laughs> a high level Squirtle. Apparently, um, <laughs> Squirtle's using all kinds of parkour, jumping over Machamp, and uses Bubble Beam and knocks Machamp clean out. And Dude, how strong is his bubble beam? Like, what the hell? He's ready to evolve. I mean, they're all <laughs> ready to evolve, and they're just not doing it. This trainer looked at his Machamp like, did you get freaking knocked out by, by, a bubble beam? What the- by a Squirtle? By a Squirtle? Like, he was so mad, and Ash is just sitting there cheering, cheering up a storm. And then and- Raymond's about ready to pull his hair out, so he just throws out three Pokemon at once. He throws out a Golem, a Beninat, and a Pinsir. And Pikachu just jumps off Ash's shoulder and says, Fried. <laughs> uh, let's point out that Pikachu fried a Golem. Yes, which shouldn't happen. No. And, and we've been repeatedly told that Electric type is weak against Rock. Re- repeatedly in the show, at least ten times. <laughs> And just like nothing happened, just fried him like he was a, a freaking uh, uh, oddish. Yes, and that's the end of the uh, of the theme song. Cause and it's at this point we actually got the entire theme song. Yes. Um, for the first time, unless you had the CD and you were able to hear it, but um, for the first time in theatrical form or just anywhere on TV, you got the full Pokemon theme song during this whole montage. Yes, and it was awesome, and like it was just the the theme song over the battle, and the battle was probably that was probably the most fleshed out battle we've had. Since we you know, started doing the podcast in a while. Yeah, I mean, I would have to go through the... Because I feel like there were some legitimate battles, but... Like, that was those were also probably contained in a gym. I mean, this was just out in a field, just having a full-on battle. Yes. And then the moods brought immediately down because we find out that the people that were watching the battle were none other than Team Rocket. Yes, but uh, right, right, right before that, um, I want I want to throw out the the funny line that freaking um, that um, Misty and Brock were sitting there, and Misty's like, "Well, that was sure a shocking ending." Talking, I hated about that, hated that, <laughs> hated that, absolutely hated it. Audibly groaned. Oh, really? Audibly groaned the first time I heard when I was playing as uh, a couple days ago. Oh no! All, did my did, uh, my did my video just pause? Oh shit! Oh shit! It froze. All right, I gotta I gotta get out and go back in. <laughs> right. So um, so we get past that horrible line, and then Meowth's like, "Well, you know, I know we're supposed to be grabbing rare Pokemon, but I wouldn't mind grabbing a biter biter two of that food," and. God, Misty, I've already been through your line. It's not funny now. It wasn't funny the first time. It's not funny now. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> um, oh, well, and there, there's a, another groaner of a line from James. He goes, well, that's just another charge to Pikachu's card. Yes. Or another credit to his charge. It was something dumb. Um, and, and then we get, um, 
like a little screen looking like it's watching everybody eating their food and there's a camera on a pharaoh yes flying from above this is this is not team rocket it was team rocket before what we think it was we don't really know now that because like you said there's a second camera i'm i'm guessing um all those sinuettes that we saw during the battle was the pharaoh but Team Rocket was watching from their binoculars from the side. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And we go straight into um, what looks like a temple. And we see a lady. And she's asking whoever. She's like, these trainers as well? And um, he must have nodded or something. And she goes, as you wish. And we see a window open in a tower, and a Dragonite flies out. Yes. And it should be noted, because I think it's fair to, fair to say, that Lady sounded an awful lot like Nurse Joy. Yes. Yes, she did. I mean, I think that's more than fair to say. And... And then we see Dragonite fucking wreck house on Team Rocket, and then wreck house on the full lunch i'd be mad i would be ticked off boy and then poor squirtle i'm just noticing just because it's just kind of playing and i'm just kind of let it play out poor squirtle gets not clean on its back and can't get up <laughs> and then ash actually he, he gets some balls on him and he's like hey watch where you're flying well i mean that's a fair a fair comment, but then he should realize he's just staring at a Dragonite. Yes. Dragonite can kill you in a... But, but um, this Dragonite had a mission, and he hands Ash a, a note, and in the note we have something straight out of Star Wars. Straight yes. out of it. Just, they might as well have said, help us, Ash, catch him, you're our only hope. I mean, straight out of it. Yes. Um, that... It, basically, the the lady that was just inside of the tower invites the trio to a special gathering hosted by her master, the world's greatest Pokemon trainer, at his new place on New Island. So that is what Mewtwo is calling his island, New, and that's just just like it sounds, N E W. All right, and. It says, Old Shore Wharf will take you to this island this afternoon. And only trainers who have the invitation will be admitted. And as she's saying that, the invitation falls out of the envelope and Pikachu's there to catch it. Yes. And it's just a simple yes or no. And Brock has a stupid... Brock frustrates me sometimes. Because he... I mean, of course, because he's the... He's the ladies' man, the horn dog, whatever. So he goes, Is there a, a rewind function on that? <laughs> oh, Jiminy Christmas, Brock. She was wearing a goddamn full length dress, basically. What did what did we you... need to get we need to get Brock on this show. We need to find the voice actor of Brock and get him on this show. There's I have so many questions and I want to know his thought on his character. <laughs> so Misty says, well, should we go? And then Brock's like, well, of course we got to go. I got to meet her. And uh, Ash says, well, I guess if the greatest Pokemon trainer wants to challenge me to a match, I might as well take him up on his offer. 
so they they give Dragonite the card and he takes off. But then we see this really baffling image of this big hulking Dragonite taken off being being held down by Team Rocket. Yes, with a frying pan. Basically saying, "We want to know what's the deal with everything. Why are you coming in?" Rocket shop. What, what's going on? And Ash's um, envelope with the yes box checked off falls out of Dragonite's satchel. And James like, yes, yes to what? And we go straight from that back up to Mewtwo's tower, his headquarters. And Mewtwo is controlling the clouds. Which is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's that it, it's awesome, and it was a nice sunny day, and just out of nowhere, he's just turning these and about to, he's about to start wrecking house in just in just a second. He literally whipped up a storm. Yes, and we go straight from that to a very cute um, part. <laughs> uh, we we see Mew sleeping in an air bubble inside of the ocean. Right. And the the bubble that he um they're in, because I don't know male or female, I don't think it's specified, uh floats to the surface, pops, and then uh, Mew, Mew he, takes off. Yeah, he generates like a psychic bubble and takes off. <clears throat> and then um, and we're back to the tower and we're back to Mewtwo and we see that the, the clouds have darkened and the, the waves are, are rising and Mewtwo, um, Mewtwo's creating a really, really nasty storm and waves on his island. Yeah. I mean, he is, I mean, he's, he's creating a freaking frenzy and, you know, these waves, they're looking like they could take down that lighthouse if they really wanted to. And, you and know, we, we, we have to make note that like the next part, Ash, Misty and Brock and Pikachu, they're running to this what looks like a community center. And <laughs> they're kind of ticked off that the storm just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And. So we see the inside of the of the center, and we see a Raticate and a Kingler, and you know there's a handful of trainers that are apparently, or to assume, have gotten the same letter, and everybody's kind of getting their poke. Do Pokeballs not exist all of a sudden? There's a bunch of there's a whole bunch of loose Pokemon all of a sudden. Uh, um, I'm I'm guessing this is either a community center or a Poke. No, it can't be a Poke. Yeah, well, actually, no. it's not this a Pokemon is, center, is it's it? It's not. It's the wharf. It's the it's the it, it's it was supposed to be like the takeoff point for the ferry. Yes, that was supposed to take all these trainers over to this island. And then we have um, Officer Jenny's assistant, um, who's nicknamed uh, Miranda. No, no, no! Wait a minute! Now she's not. If we're gonna do it, we got to put respect on her. She's got a title. Um. Killing for time, killing for time, killing for time. Because we find, because we find out because of the storm, the ferry is canceled. Yes. And 
Officer Jenny is standing there, and she says, the harbor manager, Miranda, thinks that this might be the worst storm she's ever seen. So she's the harbor manager, so let's not just call her her assistant now. Come on now. People come after you. <laughs> I guess. I Spe- guess. Especially because she's a woman, you know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, and basically, they're saying um, everybody has to stay here inside inside of the building and that only certain Pokemon um, can actually get through on the... Um, um, with all these waves, but, but it's even not- then, it wouldn't, it's not recommended because these are this is like the craziest storm that's come through here in a number of years. Yes. So uh, we we have we have her talking about that no one can survive going out there. That Pokemon that only certain Pokemon can, but humans definitely can't if they go out there in this storm. So Officer Jenny is talking about that the event that was supposed to be going on over on this island, on New Island, has now canceled. As far as she knows, because obviously, well, I mean, we don't have to get into logistics, but like. Yes. So it's at this point that we, we have one of the trainers speak up and goes, well, you know what? I'm not I'm I'm still going. I'm going to swim there. So, um, Miranda's like, don't be a savage. Um, don't try to pull any stunts. Your Pokemon will get hurt and you will get hurt. And there's no Pokemon center around here or, or no, there, there, there's no nurse. There's no nurse for the Pokemon center in case you get hurt. And Ash goes, well, how come? And then, uh, we find she's out like, she's been missing. The ner- Yeah. The nurse that was in charge of this center has been missing for... Over a month, right? Yes. It says, let's see. And Bro- Brock's looking at the, it actually, it, for yeah, some. Yeah, disappeared last month. Disappeared last month. And then we pan over and we see the missing, and it's a picture of Nurse Joy. And he's dumb because he goes, well, she looks familiar. I'm like, God. <laughs> hmm. Well, it depends on what city he's in, but he's he's probably seen this Nurse Joy before. And then. I have an issue. Okay, what's up? Because we see a Pidgeot taking off, right? Yes. But this guy, and I, I thought it was I thought it was here, but it must be when they get to the island. He calls it a Pidgeotto. Oh. I'm not crazy, right? Like that's a Pidgeot he's riding. Um yes. Unless he didn't make it to the island. Oh, yeah, no, that's him. Yeah, that's a Pidgeot. That's a Pidgeot, and he calls it Pidgeotto, and I'm pretty sure he makes it to the island because something is said. Yeah, so we'll <clears throat> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, he... But uh, we, have a, we have a trainer on her Dugon. We have a trainer on a Pharaoh. We have another trainer on a... Um, let's see... Gyarados, let's see, Pidgeot, Gyarados, Dugon, and then we have Miranda talking about um, these trainers, um, basically nothing they say is going to stop these trainers. These trainers want to meet 
um, the greatest Pokemon master in the world. And what sets them apart is what is they want to be the greatest Pokemon trainers ever, basically. Right. Because they said, well, we got all the way here. Yes. We might as well go for it. So, yeah, everybody's taking off. And and then we get Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu. And, you know, unfortunately, they don't have Pokemon that could carry all three of them, plus Togepi and <laughs> Pikachu. I, I, I'm mad at Misty for putting Togepi in danger. Yeah, because by all accounts, she should probably have pneumonia by now. For real. I mean, I guess Togepi, if it was thinking, could... Um, go in its shell. Yeah, go in a shell, which it does here in a minute. And, well, it does in the in the, in the the freaking boat it does, but yes, it's coming up here. But then we get... Vikings. Some Vikings, and then we get the funniest line in the damn movie. <laughs> I told you it was, it was fucking hilarious. And... and so Jesse or uh, James is at the top of the boat or the top of the boat. Fuck the front of the boat. And he's saying stroke, stroke, stroke. I think I'm having one. And, and that's you know <laughs> classic boat humor. And there, you know, and Meowth is tied to the front of the of the boat like a um, basically like a hood ornament. There's a word for it, but I can't think of it. Um, and Misty said, I didn't. <laughs> I can't fucking. Misty goes, I didn't know Vikings still existed. And Ash leans up and goes, they're mostly in Minnesota. And I said, <laughs> I had to pause it. I was, because you had warned me, because you said, well, there's a, there's a line about a football team. And I thought, because it had been a minute since I'd seen the movie. So I thought it was a like a Buccaneers reference when uh, old Raymond shows up. Oh. But then as soon as, um, as soon as the the boat pulled up, I said, "No, it's a Vikings reference, isn't it?" <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. I... <laughs> and like you said, there's no way that was in the original uh, translation. But that, that that was so funny because <laughs> we they they don't really uh, mention like states or anything like that in Pokemon that's in the US but for them to make reference to that that was that was a good one liner except for the time that um um Vegas Vegas yeah and we had that whole discussion a couple episodes back yes so um i i don't want to go um phrase by phrase but um basically team rocket is is rowing this boat and then we have a mishap. There's a big wave, and the wave takes out the boat, and <clears throat> and it's right after Team Rocket reveals that they're the ones that are in charge of this boat, and it's now left up to our trio and everyone to fend for themselves. Misty calls out Star You. Um, let's see what what saves Brock because Brock can't swim. Apparently. Uh, so yeah. So oh, yeah. star you, star you helps him. Right, because Misty comes by. So Brock and Misty are on Star You. Ash is they on haven't Squirtle. Se- they haven't seen Ash or Pikachu. Then they get knocked over, and we see. So how big is Squirtle? Because because Squir- Ash is he's a kid, but I mean, how big? I mean, is it because he's in the water? Like, it, 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 it must be because he's in the water and. 
but he has a pretty big ass squirtle. But um, but Star, you know, yes, whoa. Um, but Staryu and Squirtle are fighting these waves like pros, like legit. Like I don't know why they didn't think of this to begin with because they're just under the water, above the water, under the water, above the water, and just swimming like crazy. I got caught up in this. I would never go to another amusement park ever again. <laughs> why? I'd be like, this is it, because I've been knocked over, I've been knocked under, I've been thrown up, I've been, <laughs> I've been twisted. I've been... And then um, the storm. Once they get past a specific part in the storm, um, it seems to. It seems like once they cleared a specific spot, the storm kind of subsides, and they come above the water, and they see New Island, and. From there, we get Mew traveling to New Island um, above the clouds. Yeah, and um, I was gonna I, for a second. I was gonna say Ash sees him, but he doesn't. We get it. it kinda, That's it at the end, like, right? Right. <laughs> so yeah, freaking Mew's just doing dips and dives through the clouds, and the, see this big castle, and we got lanterns out front. And it, big stone walkway going up to who knows what. And then we get um, that lady again. Yeah. And, you know, just in that quick glimpse of her, you can tell there's nothing between uh, behind her eyes. No. Like she's, she's present, but the lights aren't on. Yep. She, she's definitely under a spell. And uh, when they get there, um, she looks over at the trio and goes, the only way that you're going to be able to get in is if you have the invitation. And luckily this thing didn't fall away in the water. Yeah. I was going to ask how, a, how did it not fall away and B, how is it still working? It's psychic, man. It's psychic. It's, yeah. I'll show you psychic. I don't even... Cause yeah. that was underwater. That was legitimately underwater. Yes. Like, even an iPhone stops working at a certain point. <laughs> no, those are water-resistant. <laughs> the water just runs off of those. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to chuck my iPhone in an ocean and find out. I'll do it for you. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but after um, Ash shows the invitation, um, Brock looks at her. And then gets a glimpse back at the Nurse Joy missing um, picture. And he's like, you look just like Nurse Joy. And she, the mis- mysterious woman shrug- shrugs it off. And she's like, I've always been here serving my master. Um, you must have me mistaken for someone else. That, and Which is a horrible sentence out of context. Yes. <laughs> and then she leads our heroes back into um, <clears throat> the meeting room that where all the other trainers are. But before we get there, we get Team Rocket. Oh, I feel bad for his wheezing. Holy crap! Wheezing. Ooh. They 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 were swimming with wheezing like they, um, Ash was swimming with Squirtle, and wheezing looks like he was just out of breath. Well, you can't use freaking um, Arbok. That's true. Well, snakes can swim. 
Well, not with three people on its back. True. True that. But then we get another shot um, right after that, and Mew finally sees New Island for the first time and gets curious. <laughs> Playing and- with the freaking windmill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, runs over to the to the windmill. Like Mew has complete ADD. Like Mew Mew had a mission for going inside of of the New Island Castle and sees the windmill and goes Mew, and then runs over to the windmill and just starts like just riding the windmill. Just so cute. Just laughing and having a gay old time. <laughs> so it's just Mew. Mew! <laughs> just falling off and just... Oh, Mew is so cute. I love Mew in this movie. Mew made this movie. But um, from here, Doug, I'm gonna... I feel like I've been talking for a while. I'm, I'm gonna hand this next part over to you with them going up the stairway. That's alright. I basically took the whole battle. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like you said, uh, you kind of touched on them being led into like the main area where they're greeted with the other trainers that made the trek. Um, you know, the, the trainer that was on the Dugon and the, the trainer on the, uh, the Gyarados is there. And maybe this is where he calls him Pidgeot or Pidgeotto. Cause it's even in the caption, it says Pidgeot cooing. Huh. But, um, basically it's, uh, I can't remember which one of them, but they said, you know, what happened to the other trainers that were back there? And uh, the woman says, only the trainers that made it are worthy in my master's eyes. And it kind of clicks with everybody. And they're like, so the storm was a test by this by by this trainer? Yes. And <clears throat> all right. So from there. So then the door shuts, so we're all trapped. Well, the, the door shuts and Team Rocket's locked out, but isn't that the story of their life? Yes. So, and, uh, and then the lady is basically saying um, that the, that her master's intentions will be clear very soon. Right. So, basically, <clears throat> and then we go back because... Um, as much as it's easy to just dismiss Team Rocket, um, it's, this is kind of an important bit here because it's determined that Team Rocket's going to have to climb through the sewer to get into this castle. Yes. And then Mewtwo is floating along behind him, and Jessie's the only one that has like an inkling because she kind of picks her head up and kind of whips it around, and obviously Mew's gone by that point. And they're like, oh, Jesse's off her rocker. <laughs> well, they're all going to be off their rocker pretty soon. What I want to <clears throat> focus on real quick, Doug, is what about the whole 3D effects that they that they had in this movie? Like, it seems like they drew a bunch of 3D and then, like, took um, Jesse James and Meowth and kind of, like, click and dragged them over to this part of the scene. Does, oh. it not, does it not seem like that? Yeah, I could see that. Because yeah. every, especially when the door closed, you got a really good like 3D closing of that door, yeah. like it was like it was CGI. So hundred percent. So, but yeah, we go straight from that back inside 
um, where the trainers look like they're all dry now. Togepi's having a good old time. Doug, you want to continue what you were saying? So, yeah. The the trainer with the Pidgeot, who's about to be called a Pidgeotto, is apparently named Corey. And he says, what took you so long? And Ash goes, how'd you get here? And he goes, I decided to fly over. It was easy. Oh, he does or, say Pidgeot. Oh, he does say Pidgeot. I could have sworn he said Pidgeot. <laughs> I could have I put my house. And you would have lost it to me. I lost my house. <laughs> I could have sworn he said Pidgeotto. Maybe because maybe because we don't really know what a Pidgeot is, and we we don't get Dexter. No, no Dexter in this whole movie. This whole movie. Because I feel like Ash would just have it out and go, "What's that? It's a Pidgeot. What's that? It's a Dugout. What's that?" <laughs> but um. So yeah, it's a, it, easy for Pidgeot, and then he 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 kind of extends his arm, and we see that he's got a Hitmonlee and a Venusaur and a Rhyhorn and a Sand Slash, yes, and a Scyther, yes. So he's correct. got a nice a nice uh, setup. Uh, Ash's uh, Dexter would just be going crazy at this point. <laughs> and then I think the only I think in that group, I think the only Pokemon that he's seen. Are Scyther and Rhyhorn, Rhyhorn and Venusaur, and Hitmonlee. Yes. Never I mind sh- that whole that whole sentence is pointless. Never mind. He's seen them all. <laughs> Shut up. Never mind. <laughs> Nobody heard. It's not important. Shut up. And then he looks over at um this guy named Ferguson or Fergus. His and his Pokemon. His Pokemon are chilling in the water. He has a Vaporeon, a Tentacruel, a Gyarados. A Golduck, a Needle Queen, Needle Queen, and, and a um. So what's the, what's the evolved C- form? Cedra. Cedra, yeah. Yes, Cedra. And well, how hard would it have been for Psyduck to go? Oh, <laughs> that's what I could become. <laughs> well, in a second, you see Psyduck is over there, just looking the opposite direction, so he doesn't even see Golduck. So um, <laughs> Fergus says, you know, I had no problem getting through the storm with Gyarados. And Ash says, well, I've heard it takes a lot to train a Gyarados. And he's and like, Fergus yeah, but like, once you train it, it's the most dependable Pokemon there is. And then we see uh, Nisha. Yeah, Nisha. And she's standing over there with a Wigglytuff. And Wigglytuff goes, oh, I got to go be in the group picture. And <laughs> she runs over, and Nisha has, obviously, Wigglytuff, Vioplume, Blastoise, Ninetales, Dugong, and Rapidash. Yes. So. She has um, some strong Pokemon. Corey's theme was fighting. Obviously, yeah. Fergus's theme was water. Yes. What's her theme? Her theme is well. Let me let me take a look at her Pokemon again. I kind of fast evolution. Yeah. Um. Well, she she has a mixture of normal water and fire. So I would yeah. just yeah. So I I would just say she she's just a the honestly these are all like kind of like cute Pokemon. So I think wow. she goes with more of the cute powerful look. Especially Wigglytuff. Because um, Wigglytuff is a powerful Pokemon. 
Um, no joke. When 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 I get put in a corner in Pokemon Go, my Wigglytuff and my um, Clefable will murder anybody. As Try much to, as much smack as you talk about Clefairy, how dare you, sir? <laughs> I raised a really good. How dare you, sir? I have a Clefable from 2018, and it is still one of my strongest Pokemon. <laughs> How dare you, sir? I think you should you should have to record an addendum on that episode. <laughs> and then after after we see Nisha's Pokemon, all the lights go out and the lady goes, it's time for my master to make his grand entrance. And we see a beam coming down from the top of the tower and down comes Mewtwo. And and she refers to him as the greatest Pokemon trainer ever. Master. Or, yeah, um, the greatest Pokemon master ever. And, and all the Pokemon are squaring up. Pikachu gets back on Ash's shoulder. Venusaur is impressed, according to the caption. Um, and Mewtwo comes down. And there Eyes glowing blue, and we get a black screen. We 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 jump to Team Rocket walking through the sewer, and Mew is right behind Meowth, and Meowth is every time uh, Meowth <laughs> looks right, Mew goes left. Every time he looks left, Mew goes right, and then Meowth is just like, and then Meowth, and then Mew just disappears, <laughs> and just scares the mess out of Meowth. And we see a uh, pardon me. We see the ladder that they're going to have to climb up, and then we're back to the the battleground. Yes. This movie flies, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We're already 31 minutes in. So uh, <clears throat> the lady says um, that Mewtwo is not only the greatest Pokemon master in the world, it is also the most powerful Pokemon on Earth. So we, we we established that they are living on Earth, Doug. Right. And, you know, Ash kind of is gobsmacked. He says, Mewtwo. And uh, where, I swear to God, I mean, he would he would at least bring out Dexter, and Dexter wouldn't be able to read anything, but he would at least, you know, so what the fuck? Um, <laughs> they, they, they had a deal that Dexter couldn't be in this movie. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Fergus stands up and has a real Air Bud moment where he said, a Pokemon can't be a Pokemon match. You know, kind of like, there's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't play bad. Anyway. Um, yes. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, after he, he says that, we get a close-up of the mysterious woman and with Mewtwo behind her, and they are both speaking at the exact same time. And I, I'll go ahead and read the line that, uh, that they read because it's kind of key for the movie. Right. Mewtwo goes, quiet human, from now on I am the one who makes the rules. And everyone's like, well, how how is this going on? And Brock's like, it's psychic. <laughs> Thanks, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, re 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 remember Sabrina? Yeah, it's, it's Sabrina. All I'm surprised that Ash doesn't have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> from the whole Sabrina thing happening right now. He's like, oh, no, not another one. <laughs> not another one. I'm going to get turned into a doll again, aren't I? But um, it's at this time that uh, one of the Pokemon trainers 
gets Fergus. Lift, Fergus gets lifted they, up. Listen here, but they give them names for a reason. Well, I can't remember all of their names. Well, God damn it. <laughs> well, um, Mewtwo picks up Fergus um, into the air and just whips Fergus head first into the water uh, with with his Pokemon. And he's and he's and Fergus is so pissed off. He sends uh, Gyarados after him to use Hyper Beam, and the Hyper Beam comes out, and Mewtwo just holds up his hand as he's doing, and it just deflects, and just the Hyper Beam goes right back into Gyarados and knocks Gyarados into the pool into uh, Tentacruel, and Fergus jumps in after Gyarados, and. It's it's at this point Mewtwo calls that child's play and then releases his power from who we're about to find out. The mysterious woman is (gasps) Nurse Joy. Because her hat falls off and you got the distinctive red hair. and She goes, where am I? And he says, you've been under my control. I transported you here from the Pokemon Center. Because I needed you. Uh, for your Pokemon expertise. Right. So he's been using Nurse Joy um, this whole time to find out about Pokemon and to kind of learn. So this is how Mewtwo was learning about Pokemon. Which kind of makes it sound like Mewtwo was a blank slate when he got, but I didn't get that impression from the training sessions he was having with Giovanni. So I was a little, well, I chalked that up to Mewtwo was used by Giovanni to fight all these Pokemon to be the best, to kind of be Giovanni's little trophy um, saying, aha, I got the most powerful Pokemon, but he never learned about these Pokemon that he was beating. He was learning about controlling his power, which is another reason, another check Mark in the Mew box in terms of, Mew versus Mewtwo. Yes. In my book. Yes. Because you you see just in the in the little bits we've had with Mew, Mew is curious about its surroundings. Yes, Mew is always aware of its surroundings. So <clears throat> um Brock looks up at Mewtwo and goes, Who the basically who the hell are you? And Mewtwo is like, I am the new ruler of this world, the master of humans and Pokemon alike. Missy calls him a bully. Yes, and we go straight from that back down to the basement where Team Rocket is still trying to make their way into this castle. So, Doug? So, as they're walking, they come to a door that opens, and we see dozens of test tubes holding Pokemon. We see a Venusaur and a Charizard, and I believe a Bulbasaur, but I could could be mistaken. It's a yeah, Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is right. There. So basically, the three um, starter um, Max evolutions, yes. and we can see because we see that they're in mysterious liquid, but we can see even through the the glass in that we can see that there's a mysterious markings on them. Yes. And Jesse's kind of wandering around, and she sits on the console, and it kind of kicks on. Nice butt, Jesse. Well, you know, <laughs> can your butt turn on a computer? You know, it can. <laughs> well, I don't want to. Whatever you do when we hit when he when we hit stop is your business and your business alone. Oh, but, so uh, we see like a bunch of like security footage, and we see like 
like Pokemon like DNA sequences and um as they're kind of watching the screen an arm comes out and grabs Meowth. Yes. Oh, I felt so bad for Meowth on this part. Really? I mean, yeah, I mean, no doubt. Uh but Meowth is Meowth is on this machine that's getting ready to basically take him to somewhere and Meowth starts freaking out and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." And he's trying to um like jump off of this like little roller machine. James jumps in, Jesse jumps after and they grab a hold of each other and they pull Meowth out, but as they're pulling Meowth out, there's a little tiny machine on the inside that takes three hairs off of Meowth's tail and diagnoses it into it in, in diagnoses it into the DNA system. And you know, Meowth has a good lineup. I made it, but just by a hair and he's holding his tail. Um and we see the the copy come out of the goo and into its own tube and we get the yeah, first like, booze that Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, we get that like four more times. Because, um, you know, we can't have commercials in a movie, but we still got to say the line. <laughs> it's Meowth. <laughs> and I we, was laughing. I'm sorry. I, we, we'll, we'll continue. But I was laughing so hard when that first happened. I was like, who's that Pokemon? It's yeah, Meow. <laughs> you get one where you get a chuckle, but you do it four more times. It's like, all right, fucking come on, move on here. I know. <laughs> and then we just get a we just get a just a, a deluge of images and talking about failed experiments and living Pokemon and and Team Rocket are just kind of trying to take this all in, but But then we have Meowth come out it come out of the test tube. It, let let let's focus on how quick it was to make a replica of Meowth, and how little it took. I mean, it basically, like you said, it took three hairs. Yes, three hairs, and you have a brand. I mean, give me this system. No Holy crap. No. 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 <laughs> I'm talking about in Pokemon. No, you weren't either. And shut up. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you were talking about. I have an idea, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I was legit talking Pokemon. You no, you weren't. Man. No, you weren't. <laughs> oh, man. I'm running a Red Bull right now. All right. <laughs> so uh, we go straight from that to a security system um, where there's a voice talking about Mew. Um, sh so, Doug, sh should I read this part um, to uh, the audience? Might be helpful. Okay. So um, the voice says, I haven't got much time. I pray this um, this record of our experiment survives. A year ago, we discovered a fossil that proved the remains of the ancient Pokemon Mew. And Team Rocket rushes over to the computer. And the voice is like, there was sufficient genetic material. Oh, holy crap. He is going fast. Give me one second, people. Uh, well, basically, it's what we saw at the beginning. Yes. But they're just kind of catching, you know, they're catching teeth. So basically, it's what they went through at the beginning. Yes. Um, and we got the we got the 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 line that dude said at the beginning before he got blown up. We got that again. Yes. And then that's when the footage went kaputski. 
Is it possible that this guy did not die? No, he's dead. Oh, he is dead. So you think he's he dead. made? You think he made this before he blew up? Um. Well, yeah, right before. I mean, you can tell because as soon as he says that line again, he bang. True. So yeah, he's dead. So yeah, basically, um, they figured out a way to replicate Pokemon without basically having them do things to get Pokemon eggs. Right. And I mean, all we really know about eggs as viewers of the show is Togepi. Like we don't like, they haven't gone into a deep dive about eggs yet. And I don't know if they ever do. I mean, if they do, I might've been out by that point. I mean, obviously as players, we learned about eggs about, you know, ditto and the breeding center and the <clears throat> daycare center. Oh, so yeah, uh, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. And they, as they talk about the succession and uh, Jesse's Jesse goes, this, this person sounds like a real poke pokey Stein. And James like, sure does one big cat. Meow says as Mew is hovering behind them. Mew, Mew is very curious. So Mew watched this whole video as well, kind of taking in what has happened. So, right. so Mew's basically like, oh, so you took my hairs and made this big being. Okay, that's good to know. Y'all well, yeah, are, I mean, are in trouble. As far as Mew knows, it's just hair. I yeah. Mean, it's probably a little more for her or for it or they or whatever the fuck. I still want to know. I mean, the Pokemon comic book kind of breaks down how they got a hold of Mew, but they they try not to tie the comic book into the series. But in the comic book, they got a hold of Mew, and the trainer Red saved Mew um, from being captured. But they oh, got okay. but they got its DNA from trying to capture it by trying to lure it in with a ditto um, that they had, they had a, they showed ditto a picture ditto became Mew and they lured in the other Mew and got its DNA. So, yeah. Oh, so, so I, ditto really is like a, a big deal. Yes. But I mean, they they don't ever say that in the series. I really don't think they've ever tied it in, um, and I don't think we ever really find out how they got the DNA of Mew. But I'm sure I can do some digging and find out. So uh, that that that's a later podcast. Yeah. But we get back into the <clears throat> the main room with Mewtwo, and Mewtwo is like. You humans are dangerous species. You brought me into this world with with only one purpose, and that was to be your slave. There goes the slave word again. Yeah, but, they were they were really hitting that. They said, "Well, it's a movie. We can say slave a couple times." Yeah, <laughs> but now I have my own purpose. My storm will create my own world by destroying yours. So we now find found out Mewtwo's real plan. Mewtwo wants to, to wants to destroy all of mankind so he can create a world of his own. And he says, you know, your Pokemon will not be spared because your Pokemon are nothing but slaves as well. 
Pikachu gets down, and you can tell that it's disagreeing because Mewtwo basically says, you think I'm wrong? And, and Pikachu is basically telling Mewtwo that uh, that it's not a slave, that Ash is his friend. And, and, and we get the whole spiel that Pokemon are friends and not slaves again. And then Pikachu gets knocked back into Ash, and Mewtwo says, Pokemon can never be friends or just their purposes to battle. And, uh, and then uh, um, what's her, um, what's his face? Um, Corey sends uh, Rhyhorn after it. Yeah, because he, he, because he, he, he says that if it's, if Mewtwo's a Pokemon, then he's going to catch it. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, I completely because I made note of that line when I watched it the first time, and I completely skated over it. Yeah, so he was gonna catch Mewtwo, which fair point, I suppose. I'm surprised it didn't come from Ash. For real, but, but uh, e- even Reinhardt if he, gets, even if they would have caught Mewtwo, Mewtwo wouldn't cooperate. Oh no, and he wouldn't. Well, yeah, and I don't even want to know about the circumstances it would take to get him caught. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, old, old, old Rhyhorn gets tossed by the horn, and you know, just Mewtwo's just up there wrecking shop. Yeah, oh, just full blown. I, I I was shocked that it caught this Rhyhorn in in midair by its horn and just tossed it back, just killing all the food that was on the table. Uh, and uh, Steph, Stephanie was watching this with me. She's like, that was a waste of food. <laughs> but Mewtwo, then, um, Mewtwo basically beats his chest, telling all the trainers that their Pokemon cannot weaken him. And then Ash says, oh, yeah, why don't you prove that in a real battle? Because, you know, he's Ash. And, and then we go back down to, well, no, because Mewtwo has to say something. Well, yeah, he he says, is that is that a challenge? And Ash is like, you bet it is. And it's at this point that Mewtwo's eyes glow um, blue again from its psychic powers. And we get and we go back into the room where Team Rocket is in, where they're in with all the replicated Pokemon and the Blastoise, Venusaur and Charizard then wake up scaring them and walking out of this really disgusting goo-like substance that they're being kept in that was a that was a very wwe sentence you just said <laughs> what, what what wwe it's a, it's a goo-like substance yeah <laughs> it's just disgusting like the way that blastoise and venusaur um like walk out of this thing and but then but then but then crucially because as as um Blastoise, Venusaur, and Charizard walk out of the walk out of the tubes and out of the door that Team Rocket went into or came into. Mewtwo or Mewtwo, Mew's standing besides Team Rocket and is seen for the first time. Yes, because Mew starts to follow them, and Team Rocket's kind of sitting there and. They're kind of dumbstruck, like they didn't move. <laughs> they're because they're scared. I mean, would wouldn't you be scared seeing these Pokemon come out of that goo substance? I'd be curious as long as they weren't coming after me. 
So basically, Mewtwo as as the as the three Pokemon are coming through the floor, um, Mewtwo says, "I too started with the three starters of Char- Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur, but I took their materials and increased them greatly in their final forms, and I have Killing Machines, and they're and ready for battle because they have War Paint." And- yeah, and. He calls them clones. He does call them, and that's the first time they're called clones. Yes. Well, um, one of Team Rocket says something about clones, but but um, but it's at this point that Mewtwo opens up the big glass door with its psychic powers and shows a legit Pokemon battlefield that is on the outside. Right. And the lights turn on and it's and we find out um through brock and ash that this was all planned so he planned this all along which they probably knew because they made note of the fact that the storm might have been manufactured in the first place yes so it's at this point now we are at the 40 minute mark we (laughs) um is at this point Corey kind of gets a little angry at this whole thing, and he's he's like, "Your fake Venusaur can't beat my real one," and his Venusaur agrees. And Nisha and- goes, um, "You can't beat my Blastoise," and she calls her Blastoise Shell Shocker. And uh, uh, for for because if you're doing that, um, his uh, Corey's Venusaur is called uh, Brute Foot. Yes, brute foot. Um, Nisha has shell shocker, and then Ash, of course, throws out <laughs> his says, damn. He says, "Well, I don't have a nickname for it, but I have a Charizard." <laughs> and freaking Charizard looks over at Mewtwo, and and this is why I'm glad we're doing the movie now because this movie kind of takes place basically right where we left off on episode 55 because Ash's Charizard is still not trained. Correct. <laughs> and Charizard just gets gets a look at Mewtwo. I'm sure Charizard's been listening to this whole conversation through its Pokeball. And yes, then, because we've established that's a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Charizard just tries to fry the mess out of Mewtwo. Mewtwo takes the brunt of the fire and then whips up the water that's in front of him to disperse the fire. And Which, yeah, just treated it like it's a day one Charmander. And tells Ash, your Charizard is poorly trained. And we're all sitting in the theater going, we know. <laughs> <laughs> for for real. This How- is not news. <laughs> <laughs> you you studied these trainers. You should know this. Exactly. Well, right. So uh, we go straight from that to a look on the outside with windmills. Um, that that was their way of transitioning to the next scene because now we are on the battlefield. Mewtwo is standing in front of Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur, and. All the other trainers have their Pokemon right next to them. Right. So we get a Venusaur versus Venusaur 
battle and Broodfoot sends out Razor Leaf and the cloned Venusaur sends out Vine Whip and old Broodfoot goes flying, flying and puts a crater in the stadium and um, this Nessa, is like a level 100 Venusaur that they're fighting. Right. Holy crap. <laughs> and Nessa sends out Shell Shocker. Um, Shell Shocker. And Nessa sends out for Hydro Pump. And uh, the clone uh, Blastoise just uses a spinning shell attack. And and just whacks him into the wall. And, and then the clone Charizard steps forward. And Ash's Charizard steps up. And Ash has kind of legitimate words. Because he's like, you know, use your speed and not your power. And that's how you're going to win. And it seems like Charizard took that to heart. And, and he goes out. And Charizard just starts to fly and take take to the air. And... We we legit for the first time don't have a one hit battle like they're just battling it out, just flying into each other, and just literally beating the mess out of each other in in the air. But uh, uh, Misty makes point that the clone Charizard is a lot quicker than Ashes, and there's only so much you can do about that. And I mean they're flying, they're basically next to the moon and. The clone Charizard has Ash's Charizard by the neck. It's using Seismic Toss. And then they come crashing back down to the battlefield. And Ash's Charizard rises up and roars and then collapses. Yes, just done. And Ash is worried about his Charizard as he runs over. And Mewtwo goes i am the victor i now claim my prize and this flipping scene <laughs> oh man <laughs> is terrifying oh my god i i was terrified but okay um because there's a there's a part that i want to want to get to that that mewtwo was actually able to do that scared me but we get uh mewtwo gets these three black balls that are in the shape of a pokeball but i mean but they have like little psychic eyes on it and you can tell that these are different types of pokeballs and these pokeballs run over and all they have to do is tap your pokemon and those pokemon go over to mew like they get sucked into the pokeball it doesn't matter right. if they have a trainer or not. But my worry about this is, and we'll find this out in, in another scene, but I'm going to spoil it right now. These Pokeballs can tap an actual Pokeball and suck the Pokeball into the ball. It's like Ballception. Yes. I had a big problem with that because <laughs> Brock and Misty's Pokemon their their pokeballs got sucked up which is what we find out in in another scene and mew mewtwo goes i will extract their dna to make clones for myself and he said they will remain safe um 
<clears throat> while I um, destroy this planet. And Mewtwo goes and gets hundreds and hundreds of these psychic Pokeballs to go over and start collecting everybody's Pokemon. And everybody's running and... I mean, like, I'm just... I mean, you're not going to get them all. But, like, Gyarados gets sucked up, Golduck, you know, pretty much everybody from Fergus, all the, all the, all of Corey's Pokemon are getting sucked up. Um, old, old Dugong never had a chance. And, <laughs> you know, Pidgeot got, got sucked up. Squirtle and Bulbasaur are basically standing back to back like a Kung Fu movie, just biting them off. Pikachu's running and poor, there's this really, cool shot of Wigglytuff and right after uh, the segment with Bulbasaur and Squirtle where you're basically staring down the lens at Wigglytuff as it's running backward right before it gets sucked into a ball it's a really cool shot I mean and it's just it's chaos and um so Wigglytuff gets sucked up, and, and Mewtwo's just watching all this, and Pidgeot's trying to fly away and doing um, barrel rolls, and it's not working. It gets sucked up, and and freaking that's when Ash has the bright idea of they can't get caught if they're already in their Pokeballs. And he returns Squirtle and Bulbasaur, and then the Pokeballs run over and sucks up his Pokeballs. So I was like, what the Which hell? Is- I mean that's bullshit. You know that's like that's like getting tagged when you're on home base. What? The- <laughs> I got you. No, you didn't. Yeah. So how I- come? How come? And I'm just I'm bringing this up just because I'm seeing it. Misty makes sure the Togepi's in the bag and closes the bag. <laughs> and doesn't call back Psyduck. <laughs> well, it doesn't call back Psyduck, and poor Vulpix gets taken right out of Brock's arms. But how come Togepi didn't get taken? I don't think it wants Togepi. Well, why not? I don't know. It's it's literally it's quite literally the newest Pokemon out there. <laughs> Pokemon did not want to because we we haven't gotten evolutions of the new Pokemon yet, so they didn't want to spoil anything on Mewtwo getting Togepi and making it into a Togetic. Or or the maybe it was the fact that it's technically an infant. True. But so we, we have Pikachu running up these stairs, just scared. And I I want to make note that these balls were going to capture Pikachu, and Pikachu lets out a thunder and just fries these balls, and the balls fall, and then more come over, and it fries those balls, and and the balls fall, and Pikachu continues to do it the entire way up up this stairway, but the balls start getting smart. And instead of going in in groups, it starts um, trying to hit it one by one, which is and, scary. <laughs> and, and so, and, and Pikachu's sending out these electric attacks, and you can tell with each passing one, Pikachu's getting more and more tired. But, you know, it knows, you know, if it stops, it's going to get, you know, caught and... You know, Ash is running up behind it, and he trips, and and then he, Pikachu he gets... trips. So I mean, it's just it's frantic, and it's just 
and, and you, like I say, you can tell Pikachu's like, and it, <laughs> these balls are stupid because Pikachu literally collapses and the balls go away. So it's like, okay, y'all are dumb. And then Pikachu falls and he doesn't catch himself like Ash did. And Ash sees Pikachu fall. He just jumps. Yep. Like, and luckily he lands in a pool. Otherwise, Ash is dead. The movie's over. Um, <laughs> the whole Pokemon series is done. And as Pikachu's falling, he gets sucked into one of the balls. And Pikachu must but, hate it because Pikachu hates Pokeballs. Right. And we know, and we've known that since you know they, Jump they won. <laughs> and and um, so they fall into the water. Uh, Ash grabs Pikachu's, you know, the ball that Pikachu went into as they fell into the water. But then as Ash hit the water, the Pokeball goes back up to the surface. And Ash is able to chase it down and get right under this bell-like thing before it closes. So he's going down this fun chute, basically. And Oh, can I, can I do this part? Can I do this? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so we go back into the control room where Team Rocket is still holding each other. And all the Pokeballs are being sucked into this machine to make clones. So it's at this point that we get the the next, who's that Pokemon? <laughs> and Team Rocket goes, there goes Alakazam. There goes Scyther. There goes Dugon. It's Bioplume. And as they're saying all this, all these Pokemon are going back into the tubes that Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur were in. But there's like hundreds and hundreds more of these machines now we we're finding out the room is just filled with them and meowth is like sandshrew needlequeen vaporeon and then he's looking he's like but but me i got a special place in my tail for this one and he's looking at the clone of himself right and then we see ash come through the conveyor belt and he's like i don't have time to put up with your nonsense i got a pokeball to catch and this is about as good a time as any to make note of the fact that they attempted to start the motto while they were in the boat, but then yep. they got knocked back, and that was as close as we got to getting the motto in this movie. Yes. And as Ash sees Team Rocket, he's like, I don't have time for your motto today, and just jumps into the machine to go and get the Pikachu Pokeball. And the machine recognizes that Pikachu is on the Pokeball, but as Ash is sitting there fighting with the machine, the picture starts going fuzzy. And Team Rocket is like, who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu. <laughs> and the and the machine, you know, starts to malfunction and spark and you know, the screen completely disappears. And then we see Ash basically pulling his himself out of the machine, ripping the tentacles as it's going. And then he falls, and as he falls, and as they're clear of the machine, Pikachu's Pokeball opens, and they're reunited, and everybody's happy. Yes. It, but it, more and more, it was a nice little touching moment. <clears throat> well, yeah, the first time it was, but now it's just research. Um, but how does this Pokeball open, though? Like, with without Mewtwo making i was gonna ask shouldn't mewtwo have to control it so but maybe the maybe the pokeball realizes that it served its purpose yes because it does have pikachu's genetic makeup to make the clone yes so it's at this point as you said all the pokemon 
have gotten replicated and Team Rocket is watching these tubes just generate Pokemon like crazy. And it's at this time that all of these Pokemon are walking out of the machine. So they got replicated. They're now living. They don't need to be in these test tubes for days. They it's it's a, it's an instant replication and they are ready for battle. And the machine blows up, which luckily sends out the Pokeballs so that all these Pokemon can come out. And, you know, we get Ash's Pokeballs basically have to open twice because he tried to be smart, which, fair enough, is it should should have been the one catch, but whatever. So his, his crew is reunited. You know, we, we see a smattering of the other Pokemon from the other trainers. Um, basically everyone ends up accounted for, and then we go back to the main battle with Mewtwo and his clones facing down the other trainers minus Ash. Yes. So it's at this point now, uh, fast forwarding. Okay. So machine blows up and Mewtwo looks behind him and here comes all the Pokemon out onto the battlefield and let's see it's at this point now that ash and all the original pokemon are are back out on onto the battlefield now and ash is leading all of the original pokemon he comes through a cloud of smoke and he's making this hero's entrance he's because mewtwo says oh now the clones will inherit the earth and ash says we won't let you and all the all the all the originals come out, and at one point, Golduck and Psyduck are side by side, and Psyduck doesn't at least have a glance of, what the fuck? <laughs> so, missed opportunity there. Yes. And then Ash is standing there, he's got this this army of Pokemon, and then he turns his hat backwards because it's serious, and he charges, and he... he- he tries to punch Mewtwo. He throws a punch. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was going to knock the fuck out of Mewtwo. And Mewtwo takes his psychic powers and legit tries to kill Ash. Like, throws Ash up like 100 miles per hour up into the stone of the castle. And then as Ash is getting thrown back, seconds before he he hits the the stone a big pink bubble forms and ash gets saved and then ash finally comes face to face with mew and And, mew pops the bubble and she laughs laughs and he's having a gay old time and and mewtwo's just confused and angry he said this can't be and mewtwo's bouncing on the bubble and then one of um, Mewtwo's energy blast comes through and rips a, rips it apart, <laughs> and essentially he's throwing bowling balls trying to trying to kill not, Mew, trying to kill Mew, and Mew's just laughing because Mew's, Mew's using teleport and he's just laughing and just moving away, like he's like Mewtwo, you're too you're you're too slow, and everyone's and then, um, looking and they're like, who is that? And there's this really there's this really cool exchange between um, Mewtwo and Mew, where Mewtwo goes, finally we met, or finally we meet, uh, we mute. 
<laughs> Finally, we, we meet. meet. And and Mew kind of goes, Mew, like, agrees, like, yeah, and I am Mew. What is what is up? And <laughs> and Fergus goes, Mew, and Mew looks and goes, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, now I'm going to prove that I am the strongest Pokemon. And he's like, I am better than the original. And Mewtwo is not even listening to him. Mew's just looking around, trying to find the next toy that it can play with. And Mewtwo's like, he's like, I was chasing it, it. It chased its tail for a second. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and then this is when everyone is looking. They put two and two together. So Mewtwo was cloned from Mew. And every mm. and all the Pokemon are looking all astonished. And Mewtwo has this great line. This world is too small for the two of us. And Mew jumps up and jumps into the air and Mewtwo and Mew start their Pokemon battle. And it's not really much of a battle. It's basically just Mew being out for a Sunday stroll and, and Mewtwo chasing it until one of Mewtwo's energy balls catches Mew right under the chin and knocks it into the stratosphere. Yes. Until, you know, and we think, oh, shit, that one got him. But then Mewtwo's energy ball comes back, we're assuming, with bigger speed because it knocks um, Mewtwo into the stands. Well, I, I think that – I don't think that was Mewtwo's ball. I think Mew created its own ball and just threw it. That could be. <laughs> and then Mew, Mewtwo just – Mewtwo got mad, like – hardcore mad because Mewtwo was just thrown into the stadium and then I think that's the first time an attacks actually hit Mewtwo where Mewtwo actually felt pain. Yes. I would agree with you on that one. So Mewtwo is like, so so you do have some fight in you. And Mewtwo, I'm so glad they gave Mewtwo a voice um, and that and that we can hear what at least one half of the po- the Pokemon are saying. Yeah, because that would this would it would kind of be tough. But uh, but Mewtwo's like he's like I have no time for games. Destiny is at hand. Who will rule, my super Pokemon or your pathetic? Let's see, or your pathetic group of spineless inferior Pokemon? Holy crap! That's a that's a nice line. That's a that's a line right there. Yeah, I'm just. <clears throat> I was just watching the, the bit of of Mew of Meowth kind of translating what Mew was saying as it was bouncing all over the shop. Oh, is that yeah Mew? No, Mew's- I mean you don't have to go through it. I was just I was just watching it because you know you kind of said oh thankfully they gave um, <laughs> Mew to a voice and I was like well what about Meowth and about that time he popped up yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, Mew's got a good point. And James is like, well, what did he say? All that stuff. But um, but I, I feel like this part is key because this is what Mew thinks. So Me- Meowth starts translating for Mew. He, say, he said, Mew says, you don't prove anything by showing off a lot of special powers. And he's like, and that's a Pokemon's real strength comes from the heart. And then Mew keeps talking, and Mewtwo's like, "My clones don't need their powers 
um, to prove their worth. And then he gets another shadow ball and he throws it at Mew. And this time it almost catches Ash. Catches Ash. <laughs> it you you know what I meant. <laughs> so uh and then part of the uh it breaks part of the castle and a big stone falls over around Team Rocket and Team Rocket has to now has to now move away. And Mewtwo says, I will block all the Pokemon special abilities using my psychic powers, which is bullshit. Yeah, a little bit. But So basically it turns into a street fight. Yes. Where it's all the Pokemon, no rules at all, and each Pokemon is fighting its own power, or I mean its own um, clone. clone. And if we see Ash um, who got hit by the shadow ball holding onto the edge of part of the castle and pulling himself back up. So Ash is not dead. Right. And he pulls himself up just in time to watch over the battle. And I got to be honest with you. I skipped through this. Oh, you because, did? You know, they, they had this, this, this kind of, I mean, obviously I wasn't looking for a, a, a Rocky song, but it was like, you know, why, why are brother fighting brother and all this stuff? And it was, it's just these, it's a literal slugfest of just Squirtle versus Squirtle and Gyarados are biting each other. And, uh, the Hitmonlee thing was pretty cool, but that's just because it's Hitmonlee. And, and then obviously you got Scyther going. I, I, th- I thought Gold, Golduck was freaking awesome. Like Golduck was just slugging it out. And then the 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 freaking the Psyducks are just having pathetic little slap fights, and then you got the Mew and Mewtwo bouncing off of each other with their psychic energy, and you know the, the Nine Tails were were going at each other, and then Pikachu comes face to face with Pikachu, and and this is where it really hits a hits a head because you, you know you you get little inter, intermittent sti- you get like the Pidgeots going at each other and. You know, um, the cloned Pikachu runs at the runs at the OG Pikachu and blast. Um, Pikachu makes it pretty clear that it wants nothing to do with fighting, but the clone Pikachu only knows fighting. So that's all it's going to do. So it's like, okay, no, this is, we're not going to use our we're going to fight. And Pikachu's like, well, you can hit me, but I'm not going to. So friggin'. I'm kind of because this fight really does go on longer than I remembered. Yeah, well, the we we can kind of fast forward a little bit. So I mean, we get to the point where the clone Pikachu knocks um, the original Pikachu back, and as that's happening, all the Pokemon that are fighting their clones they start getting tired. Even the clones are getting tired. Right, everybody's exhausted. So they they've they've exhausted all of their power and there's um, clearly not going to be any winner. And Nurse Joy has a good line saying all of these Pokemon. Let, let me see. I I I, I want to actually get because she 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 has a really really good line. She said Pokemon aren't meant to fight not like this. And she says it's useless. What can come of it? And Nisha goes, nothing but pain. And Brock 
Brock is just mad and he's like, why can't Mewtwo understand that this is not how it is? And this is, and, and to force the way to for, force everyone's way to battle. And this is like, they're all living creatures. I, I, I kind of feel like this was a PSA for animals. Well, and you know, they realize what their audience is and if they can get it through to kids that were at this point, pretty young, you know, we're not going to, I mean, obviously it didn't work because it's 2021 and we're still dealing with the shit we're dealing with. Yeah. But but then there's a really nice um, moment between Meowth and his clone because they come face to face and they both instantly draw claws and Meowth and the clone pretty much have the same realization that what they were about to do is kind of pointless. Yeah. And Let, let's make note that team rocket in this part of the scene too, said that they're, they're giving up um, being bad guys and that they want to be good guys now. And that lasts all of a couple of weeks until the new episodes start airing. <laughs> well, re- remember what Mewtwo does at the end of this. <laughs> oh, right, right. And that, that, that too. So, all right, but um, but yeah, they they have a heart to heart Meowth and his clone, um, th- saying that they're from the same Earth and that they should not fight each other. And Duh. then we cut from that to Mewtwo and Mew still going at it. Um, and two big at- powerful balls. Really? <laughs> well, I didn't. I actually like, did. I didn't even mean it like that oh, before I said it. <laughs> Oh, you were waiting until I was quiet. <laughs> bullshit. So, Ash is trying to find higher ground or or get down to the fight or something. And this is when Pikachu basically puts his hands up and says, "I'm not fighting." And it and it's and it's getting real rock'em sock'em by the clone. Yeah. And the clone wants a fight because it's basically saying hit it basically like the joker in the dark knight hit me hit me and <laughs> that's a good reference and ash's pikachu wants nothing of it and it's just getting slapped and slapped and slapped and pikachu's crying and the clone pikachu starts crying and ash is just surveying the scene with the clones fighting the originals <laughs> and it's just back and forth pikachu's just getting spacked and it's about and it collapses and it tries to get back up and he gets back up and the cloned Pikachu's exhausted. And they're just smacking each other. Ash is just jumping down. Finally hits the, hits the battleground and, um, Brock says all Mewtwo cares about is how superior the clones are. And nurse Joy's got another line. If I can track it down. She, yeah, Nurse Joyce says um, that they can't do anything but uh, other than watch these Pokemon destroy each other. Oh, actually, actually, she says, I'd rather risk my life in Mewtwo's storm than watch this any further. Yes, and they come to the realization that these Pokemon are not going to stop battling until it's too late. And, and it's at this point all the Pokemon are starting to collapse even more, and we get a picture of Char- both Charizards just collapsing. 
Charizards go down, and like you said, Brock says, I don't think they'll ever stop, and they actually say fight to the death. Yes. Which I was like, oh. And then I remember they talked about Charmander dying, and I was like, oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they don't care about death in Pokemon. And then we cut back to the cloned Pikachu is basically bawling its eyes out, trying to knock Ash's Pikachu down, and it collapses into Pikachu's arms. And Mewtwo and Mew both hit the center of the battle, and there's energy all over the place and dust. and The lights are starting to go out, and we're basically just left a Mew and Mew. Or Mew and Mewtwo are the only two standing. And, and it looks, looks like we're sizing up for one final shot. And then we get Ash rising to his feet, and he's looking over the the damaged Pokemon, and you can just tell that he's going to do something stupid. Oh, he does the stupidest thing that he can do in this whole thing. And as Mewtwo and Mew are coming in, freaking Ash, uh, and they and they get back on the battlefield, they're about to have one big blow between Mew and Mewtwo. And what does Ash do? Ten-year-old Ash gets up on his feet, runs out there after he sees all these Pokemon hurt, and just takes the brunt of the force between Mew and Mewtwo and just takes it and just turns to stone. And Mewtwo calls him a fool for trying to stop the battle. And, and And Mew just looks concerned and then Pikachu goes over to try to wake Ash up and um it's trying to wake Ash up by thundershocking it which has worked like 15 times before but now it's not working because Ash is dead and is something said because this isn't the first time because isn't something said about the healing power of of Pokemon Pokemon's tears like an hour ago um, it might have been. I might have skipped that line. Because but, we can see that obviously Pikachu's exhausted and scared, and we can see that the other Pokemon are starting to, even the clones are starting to kind of realize what's going on, and Pikachu's tears start flowing, and then we see the Dugons and Gyaradoses and the and the uh, the Venusaurs and all all of them and we just have a a river of pokey tears and we and they start to glisten and oh god damn are they gonna go through all of them yeah yeah they went through all of them but all of it. all the Pokemon tears start floating through the air and collecting into Ash's stone body and you if you know Pokemon uh, water um. Uh, Water and stone <laughs> do not mix. God damn it. <laughs> so all the Pokemon are are basically wetting Ash, at, well, the stone Ash, and basically bring him back to life as his body is now coming back to, and Pikachu's looking at him, and Pikachu's questioning what's going on because Ash's body is all all glowing now. And Pikachu lets out a couple more tears. 
the sky starts to clear up and it's not all cloudy anymore. And there's a big beam of light going from the heavens down to ash. And it's at this point that Ash's body turns from stone back to his regular self. And Ash starts to get up and he we get a close-up of his face and he starts to smile and he's like Pikachu and Pikachu runs over and just gives him a big old hug. And they and I, I I could probably imagine how you were during this scene, Doug, because I know I know when things pull at your heartstring, you you're a sucker for it. Well, I mean, you know, thankfully I wasn't paying too. I mean, obviously because you you remember the ending. Yes. And I mean, there's nine minutes left in the movie, and it's like, okay, something's got to happen. And then <clears throat> the the clones and the the originals are kind of coming back too and they're they're kind of essentially trying to lick each other's wounds and togepi pops its head out of the bag finally and i'm and you know everybody's happy and like you said it's all light and um and then mewtwo finally has a heart to heart with mew has this big old come to jesus speech yes um should should we should we go through it i mean you can i mean it's basically what ash has been what ash and brock and misty were saying as the battle was going on mewtwo goes a human sacrificed himself to save the pokemon and he's like i pitted them against each other but not until they they talk really fast for these subtitles. A human sacrificed himself to save these Pokemon. I pitted them against each other, but not until they set aside their differences did I see the true power they all share deep inside. There you go. That's the and line. And, and Mewtwo says all that for Mew to say Mew. <laughs> <laughs> Mew's like, yeah, I've been trying to tell you that. And then... Um... The clones are are gradually fading upward, and God, do they really have to go through all of them? For goodness' sake! I mean, we get the we get the point. Yeah, it's 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 a movie, though. Well, I understand, but there's only seven and a half minutes <laughs> left of it at this point. <laughs> and that's why there's seven minutes. Otherwise, there'd be like two minutes left. But yeah, they. They go through all of them. Um, I'm going to skip ahead another 30 seconds. And it's at this point where... Mew and Mewtwo are leading the clones off into... They're going to a forest. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to point that out. I, I found that out later in the Pokemon series. But Well, they're... but Mewtwo says, where my heart can learn what yours already knows. Yes. What transpired here, I will always remember. But perhaps for you, these 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 events are best forgotten. And then uh, everybody a, that's on New Island come across a big psychic power on the battlefield, which sucks them in and brings them back to um, the Pokemon Convention Center before they left to New Island. But the, as as they return 
Yeah, they basically return to Jenny saying this is the worst storm ever and we have to find center and or shelter and But this time Nurse Joy is there. But she doesn't have her hat. No. <laughs> so we can't tell where she's from, but well, she had a red cross in the picture, if that means anything. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's their their cop out. I feel like we've gotten like three red <laughs> red hats when they don't want to give a specific city. So, um, Ash, Misty, and Brock are all confused. Ash is like, "Hey guys, how do we end up in this place anyway?" Because now they can't remember anything because Mewtwo wiped wiped out all of their memories. And Brock, Brock is dumb, dumbstruck. He goes, "Boy, what does he say?" He um he says Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny are really great. They get they keep getting more beautiful every time. Yep. And of course it's the end of the movie. Ash is hungry, so um he's they're like oh look it's a miracle the storm is uplifting and they run outside and. Ash looks up and there, there's no more waves. The sun's coming out and everyone's like, the storm has disappeared. That's so weird. And Miranda's like, it's a good thing. Things have finally cleared up. And then we get a nice shot of, of our heroes looking out into the ocean. And then there's Mew flying in, into the clouds so Mew has left Mewtwo. So apparently Mewtwo does not need Mew anymore. Right. And uh, Ash is like, what's that? And Missy's like, what's what? And Missy's like, I don't see anything except the sky. And Ash is looking on and then he gives this nice little speech. And he goes... The day I left home to start my Pokemon journey, I saw a really rare Pokemon. And just now, I thought I saw another one. And Misty has, Misty to, has to rain on his parade immediately. Yeah, she has to bust his balls. And we, we didn't get her busting his balls really that much in this movie, thankfully. But she's like, well, maybe you're just seeing things, Ash. And then Brock kind of softens the blow. And he's like, well, maybe he's not. And Ash is like, yeah, I guess we'll see. And then the narrator comes comes in to end today's movie. As our heroes continue their journey onto episode 56, the start of season two. Ooh. But we're not done yet. Uh, we get one final look at Team Rocket, who's still on New Island, but New Island is no longer there. They're just it's just one big rock. And Jesse's like, I don't have a clue how we got here, but who cares? This is paradise. And Meowth is like, for once, a happy ending. Team Rocket is signing off again. And that is the end of the Pokemon movie. Except at the very end of the credits, because we do get some nice moving credits of our heroes walking, fishing, and um, looking out on, on some Tauros in a field, seeking shelter in a cave during a rainstorm. 
um, walking through like some giant trees, uh, walking down a highway, which what the fuck? Well, sleeping in a sleep, sleeping in sleeping bags, and then walking down a highway, which you know what the hell? Yes. Um, and then we get Mew flying into some mountain. Yeah, I mean, a very pretty um, credit sequence, but yeah, it's basically all for the final payoff of seeing Mew at the at the, very, at the yeah. final, like, three seconds. So, oh my goodness, we did it, Doug! What's the old recorder at? <laughs> We're at 2.44 right now. Oh so, boy! Yeah! Oh yeah! Boy. Woo! Boy. The, we, we did it! Look at look out, Talking Simpsons. We're coming for you. <laughs> for real. But oh my gosh, this it's it's really funny breaking this movie down and seeing all the references that they've had throughout the movie and just everything. Because it, it's it's I don't know what I'm really trying to say. Um, <laughs> oh, we've been doing this almost three hours. Um, He's delirious. I am. So every single Pokemon movie has nothing to do with the series. And it's, it's funny how they've intertwined these movies into the series because it, they, they, they make a complete story. And then at the end of the movie, it's like nothing ever happened. And it's like it's like that with every single Pokemon movie. But we finally got through this one. Um, what was um, the second movie called? I think it's called Pokemon the Movie 2000. Yes. So that that is the next movie. So we have a decent amount of time before we get to that. So let me I'm just going to check right now when that one was released. Pokemon, let's see, Pokemon the movie 2000, oh, it was made in 2001, I'm joking, I'm joking, people, <laughs> so it came out, well, Google says July 21st, 2000, um, the good old wiki, yeah, the good old wiki says it was released in... 1999 in Japan and here in the States it was, yeah, July 21st, 2000. Okay. And that one stars Lugia and the three mythical bird Pokemon. Yes. So, so we have a little bit of time before that. That is going to be a great movie. All right. And before we do sign off here today, Doug, I'd like to, again, give a special shout out and thank you to Jonathan Young and Jason Page for giving us permission to use their music in today's episode. So thank you again. And you will hear them as we are wrapping up here today to end the show. If you enjoy their music and if you want to help them out in any way by purchasing their songs or their music, all their all of their description of music is in our description area and you can go there you can click it if you have a mobile device for quick links to get over there or you can just search them on youtube under jonathan young all of his material he doesn't just do pokemon but um it's out there so. and if you're listening to this 
and you somehow or for some reason haven't listened to our Jason Page episode, give that a listen because that was extremely fun to record. Yes. And that 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 one was called the Chansey Operation, right? Uh, yes. Yes. So go back. Um, the episode is called a Chansey Operation, and we actually interviewed um Jason Page, and he did an entire episode with us um that day. So thank you again, Jason Page. You have done nothing but help us on our journey here, on our very 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 long journey, and you have been very kind as well. So if you are hearing this um, through any type of media, me and Doug appreciate everything that you have done for us. But I want to I want to thank everybody for sticking with us for this first season. This first season uh, of the Indigo Pokemon, it's been it's been one hell of a ride, and we're 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 just starting off. Doug, do you have anything to say? I'd like to announce my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> going out on top <laughs> had a nice um, section of guests and the guests will just keep coming in and we'll have more guests going forward but um, I th- th- this was a, this was a year worth worth remembering w- when it comes to this podcast so man I, I'm just pooped so I don't I don't really have too much else to else to really say. Say, Doug, um, do you want to go ahead and give your sign-off to Season 1 with your goodbye, Doug? Goodbye, Doug. And everybody, I would like to solemnly thank you for listening to this whole three-hour podcast. Well, almost three-hour podcast. But um, don't forget, we are taking a small break, but we will be back in a few weeks to start up with Season 2. Have a good night, everyone.